stories, your truck, and your road to success in the trucking industry. This is Trucking Business and Beyond, the show that puts the money where it belongs, back in your pocket. Welcome to my world. I'm your host, Kevin Rutherford. The website is letstruck.com. Today is Saturday, January 20th. We are here live. Pick up the phone and call me, 88 88 Road Dog will get you in. We'll get to those calls and questions in just a little bit. The show is all about the business of trucking. We'll take your calls and answer your questions about trucks, money, fuel mileage, maintenance, tires, taxes, technology, health and fitness on the road, getting started as an owner-operator, finding freight, working with brokers, getting your own authority, you name it. We'll talk about it. All you have to do is pick up the phone and call. We're going to get to those calls, like I said, in just a little bit. I don't have a whole lot today. Um, I had some unexpected travel this week, and it put me about a week behind. And uh, I'm still all screwed up from changing time zones several times in just a couple days. So um, there's, there's a lot going on, but nothing really new. All the same stuff we've been talking about Um, The tax law change is big for business. Getting ready for that, that is critically important. I'll uh, give you some ideas on what you should be doing about that. ELD mandate seems to be in full swing, and uh, the grocery stores still have food on the shelf. Last time I looked, milk wasn't $8 a gallon. Unless, of course, you're buying raw organic milk, and then it is $8 a gallon, but it kind of always has been. So the uh, the world didn't end because we had to switch to ELDs. Certainly seems like it's one of the factors keeping rates very, very strong. And all of the analysts I follow say, unless something changes that we don't see coming, these rates should stay strong through 2018. I don't like to make long-term projections. Even a year in this industry can be long, but I, I believe they're right unless something happens that isn't on the radar right now. Who knows what that could be? Uh, There are things that can disrupt business, but there's nothing happening right now. If you look at all the fundamentals, if you look at the economy, if you look at what's happening in trucking, if you look at supply and demand, then these rates should continue. Now, they're not going to continue going up. They're pretty high. Well, I they could. Um, But at the very least, most analysts that follow this believe that they will stay strong through 2018. Based on what I'm seeing in our accounting data, we have a lot of owner operators in our system, and a lot of them are already done with all of their 2017 accounting. Congratulations if you are. If you're not, I would get it done as soon as possible. This is a really important year to get your numbers together right now. The numbers that I have seen coming in that are finished, 2017 could be a record-breaking year, a a lot like 2014. Even though the rates weren't really strong in the beginning, it seemed to be just a really good, solid year, and then it finished strong. So we're seeing a lot of very profitable owner-operators, which is a good thing, and I fully expect... 2018 is going to continue with that. 
again, this is a really important year. I, I think every year is important. I think every month is important. If you're in business and you don't have numbers, you're working much harder than you need to, and you're not profiting as much as you could. And I know there are a lot of people that believe, look, it's one truck. I know how much money's coming in. I know what's left. I got this. Yeah, you don't. You could do better if you had numbers. That That's really what it comes down to. You would do better profit-wise if you had numbers to look at. There's always something in the numbers that will make you even more profitable. This is a really, really good year to be watching the numbers closely. The tax law is really good for owner-operators. I don't think I... No, I know. I, I've probably run tax reviews on over a hundred owner operators already scenarios not a single owner operator will lose money under this tax plan not one Um, the savings range from roughly a thousand dollars up to almost seven thousand dollars with some tax planning so good news The one thing about the tax law change that is just making me absolutely crazy is the fact that magazines and radio shows and social media continue to report incorrectly on the per diem for company drivers. I read another article, heard on another radio show from somebody who claims to be a tax preparer who deals with truckers, said that nothing changed, the drivers can still deduct their per diem. That is absolutely incorrect. I I keep correcting um, several magazine articles. I've corrected, I've shown them the proof. But once it's out there, once somebody reads it, especially in a magazine, especially in, you know, not a blog, but magazines that have been in the trucking industry for a very long time, when somebody reads it, then to them, it's true. So I, I keep trying to clarify this, and I understand why they're confused. Nothing changed in per diem. So if you say that, and that is a technically true statement, nothing changed in the rules for per diem itself. We still calculate it the same way. Nothing changed. That's what's confusing everybody. But per diem is just a method of calculating an expense that doesn't tell us anything about how we can deduct it. So nothing changed in those rules how you calculate it. That's because carriers can still use per diem rules. Owner-operators can still use per diem rules. And so can virtually every other business in the country. Now, other businesses have different per diem rules, but those didn't change either. What changed, and this is what is confusing everybody, what changed is the individual taxpayer's ability to take that deduction. You can claim all day long that that nothing changed in per diem and be technically correct, but you're missing a really, really big point that for an individual taxpayer on the Form 1040, the form that they have to file, and the Schedule A and the 2106, that's where the change occurred. Individuals are no longer allowed to deduct any 
unreimbursed employee business expense. That, that's the official category. That category went away completely. There will be no way to deduct this per diem that you're going to calculate if you decide to do that, and you will be wrong, and your accountant will be wrong, and we'll see that once the tax forms come out. Once the new forms are out, then it will be much easier to say, okay, if you believe the per diem did not change for company drivers, then show me the form. Show me how you're going to deduct this cost. You can go calculate it because all the rules are there, but where are you going to take this deduction? So it looks like we may not settle that dispute until the tax forms come out, which could be delayed because the government shut down. I'm so, so sad. Notice the sarcasm in my voice. I think if the government shut down one week out of every month, we'd probably all be better off. Now, I know there's a lot of people running around panicked. The army isn't, the military isn't going to get paid, and everybody's going to get paid. We go through these government shutdowns every couple of years. I think the last one was 2013. In fact, they all get paid back pay. So it's not really a big deal. It's nothing but a big show by the politicians to bluster and fight and try to argue their point and blame the other side. It's just not that big of a deal, except it could possibly delay the IRS in getting these rules out. The timing of this tax law change, in one way, I was very happy that they got it done before the year ended. But boy, does it make it difficult because it, it good businesses and good accountants and tax preparers want to plan for this. We are helping our clients plan. We're not going to wait for the forms especially on the owner-operator side, because there really isn't much to interpret on the owner-operator side. We, we have our strategies in place. We're already starting to work with uh, our clients for their 2018 tax planning while we're doing their 2017 tax return, which is the return you're filing right now. Nothing has changed for that. The rules are all the same for everybody, owner-operators, drivers, everybody. But We're now in 2018 under the new tax laws, even though we don't have forms or finalization on them yet. So we're doing both, making sure you get the very best return you can get on 2017 and planning for 2018 because we only have a little bit of time to make some of these changes. Primarily, if we think you can save money by being an S-Corp, We only have a certain amount of time to get that done. I'm going to get to a break. When we come back, we'll get to your calls and questions. Stick around. I'm Kevin Rutherford.
country superstar Blake Shelton melted hearts in a small club. I'm a fan of the highway. Zach Brown threw a party in Atlanta. And the Highway Finds Tour introduced America to who's next in country music. Relive it all, along with the year's biggest country hits. A spotlight on Sirius XM's Best of Country Music 2017. Now through January 22nd on Spotlight Channel 4. Or listen anytime using the Sirius XM app. Hello, truck drivers. Are you interested in advancing your driving career? Walmart Transportation has driving job opportunities at many locations across the United States. Walmart offers full-time, flexible schedules with competitive pay with many driver benefits, including medical starting on day one. Drive for an industry leader. Driving for Walmart is a great career opportunity. Why wait any longer to apply? And there are openings for safe professional drivers right now. Walmart pays for mileage, activity, and even offers a safety incentive you can earn each quarter of the year. New Walmart drivers average $80,000 in their first year. If you are interested in advancing your driving career, see if Walmart is hiring in a place you'd like to work by visiting www.driveforwalmart.com and then apply online. That's drive, the number four, walmart.com. It could be the last driving job you will ever apply for. Walmart is an equal opportunity employer. I always knew that online reviews mattered, but I couldn't figure out how to get my customers to leave them. I printed out cards with instructions. I sent them emails. I even personally asked them to leave a review, but nothing seemed to work. That was until I came across Podium. Podium makes it easy for my customers to leave reviews in just a couple of clicks on their smartphone. And the best part is, the reviews we get are on the most popular review sites. Podium also integrates with software I already use to help me automatically get reviews from more of my customers. All of these reviews mean more people can find my business, and the feedback helps me provide the best possible experience for my customers. To see how Podium will help your business get more reviews, visit podium.com slash XM or call 801-797-1005 and receive a 10% discount off your first year. Get found. Get chosen. Get insight with Podium. This is Jim Hackenberg, PGA professional and developer of the Orange Whip Golf products. As an instructor, I was frustrated to see most golfers hack at the ball and never get better. Then I had the opportunity to caddy on the PGA Tour and watch the best players in the world swing in rhythm and balance like an athlete. I developed the Orange Whip to allow my students to feel what I saw on tour, consistent and powerful golf swings. Visit orangewhipgolf.com and use promo code ORANGE and get better today. You got to feel it. Land Line Now, weekday, 7 p.m. East. We report on pretty much everything trucking. We are very balanced, accurate, specifically for the driver. Land Line Now. Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. The number to join us, 8888 Road Dog. I, I got a message on Facebook just now. Thanks for that. That um, one of the tax preparers who's been talking about this on this channel on other shows, I, I don't want to name names. This isn't about, you know, proving somebody else is wrong. 
So I'll just leave the names out of it. I just know I've heard this several times on the channel. Um, I did hear that he corrected himself on one of the other shows and, and said that it did change when he had been saying it hadn't changed. So I'm glad to hear that. I, I'm glad to hear that once people realize that if they're hopefully they're willing to go back and say, look, I got it wrong. You know, we all do sometimes. This one I knew was going to be really important. I was reading the... I didn't wait for the final bill. I had been reading all the bills leading up to the final bill. So when the final came out, all I had to do was look at some of the last-minute changes. Um, So the problem is once this gets out, and it's already out, several magazines have printed this incorrectly. It has been mentioned on this channel several times. It becomes very, very difficult to convince people because they'll say, oh, no, I read it in this magazine. I heard it on this show. Yeah, you did. Um, I keep getting links. Now I keep finding blog posts where it's being stated incorrectly. So it's going to take a while to clarify this one, but we will uh, we'll continue to put out the information as we get it. And like I said, I'm glad to hear that if somebody got it wrong in the beginning, they were willing to step up and say, look, I had it wrong. Here's how it works. That will go a long way towards helping people understand how this is really working. So again, critically important if you're an owner-operator, get your numbers done early. Last year was a big year, which means, and remember last year we're still under the old tax laws, the tax return you're about to file right now, the odds are your tax is going to be higher than it was in 2016. So far, that's what I'm seeing across the board. Everybody that I've looked at so far did better and had higher profits in 2017 than they did in 2016. Higher profits mean higher taxes. So the sooner you get it done, the sooner you'll be prepared to pay up. Then you can start planning for 2018, and we have some really, really exciting strategies to help owner-operators keep their tax bill down in 2018. So we can look forward to 2018 being a really good year for profit and still save some money on taxes. So... All good news right now. Uh, The tax law change itself really seems to be stimulating the economy and business. I heard a statistic the other day about how many people have received raises and bonuses. It's a really, really big number. When you give people more money, they go spend it. Um, Not always the smartest thing to do for the individual, but it definitely stimulates the economy and it's certainly good for trucking. When people buy things, it creates a lot more shipping, raw materials, finished product. So that's a good thing. Um, It would be nice if people would take some of this uh, extra money and actually save it, but that usually doesn't happen, so I don't expect it to happen now. Uh, Lots of companies are expanding. They're hiring more people. They're giving raises. They're giving bonuses. Uh, Apple talked about a $3 billion investment because of this and lots of other companies as well. So it's really, I don't want to be overly optimistic, but 
like I said, all signs look good right now for the economy. And when the economy is doing good, trucking does well. Really important year to start running your business like a business. There's one other thing I want to warn you about, though. With everything we're seeing, with the economy heating up and the supply and demand equation, shippers are really, really worried because they are having a hard time finding trucks. Brokers are worried, but, you know, for a broker, there's a bright side here. The broker may not be able to find a truck for every load they have to move, but as long as they manage those and don't overpromise their shippers, they will be more profitable on every load that they move. Because remember, that's kind of a percentage. The, the higher freight rates go, the more money the broker is going to make as well and the more money the carrier makes. So the broker may be in the middle and they may be really working hard to find good trucks, but they're also making more money. So for the owner-operator, when we're in a situation like this, it's just all upside. There's no downside for an owner-operator right now. For the broker, there's some downside. You better not be over-promising your customers because trucks are getting harder to find, but there's some upside because rates are up, which means you should be making more money as a broker. The shipper, this is just pure downside for them. So we have an owner-operator, everything looks great, all upside, Broker, some upside, some downside. The shipper, all downside. That, that's what we're in right now. It's a really good time to not get too greedy. I hear people, I see it all over social media. Boy, I'm going to stick it to the broker. Boy, I just told him, hell no, I'm not pulling it for that. I want X. You know, you can do that. Um, But there's a saying in investing, I talked about this last weekend, pigs get fat, hogs get slaughtered. And, And that saying is to remind people that no matter how good things look, don't get greedy. Continue to do what good businesses do. They provide value to their customers. Value means for whatever price you're charging, you are providing an equal amount of good quality service. Value doesn't mean gouging brokers or shippers just because you can. No different than if a broker decides to try to take too much out of the middle. That's not a good long-term plan. And good brokers don't do that. Just like good owner-operators and small carriers will benefit from this, but they won't try to take unneeded advantage of it. You could. There's enough demand out there for trucks that you could just stick it to everybody right now. I I would recommend not doing that. I would recommend using this time to provide outstanding value and build relationships. I can't count how many times I've said, look, if if you're going to do this, you better be building good relationships with brokers. And the guys will tell me, oh, they don't care. They won't negotiate. Well, they will now. So that wasn't an excuse back then. And it's certainly not an excuse now. Use this opportunity, one, to make money. No question about it. But don't get greedy and use it to provide really good value. So you can charge more. 
but you should also be looking at how do I provide more value because this will turn around. We will end up on the other end of this at some point. I don't know when. Honestly, if you look at all the indicators, unless something unexpected pops up like some recession out of nowhere, I don't know when this is going to turn around. We have a lot of drivers that are, are the biggest group of drivers right now is approaching retirement age. When the economy gets really good, people get out of trucking because they can find good jobs and stay home. I don't want to say this is going to last a long time, but I'm watching for some sign that could change this. I don't see any yet. Call me and tell me what you think. I have lots more, but I could always talk. I'll get to the call, see what you want to talk about. Let's head off to Canada. Paul, welcome to the program. Hey, Kevin. Pleasure to talk to you. What's on your mind today? Uh, I'm looking at a trade in my 2013 W900. It's got an ISX uh, full delete with um, the aftermarket turbo and manifold and no DPF and stuff, and, and I've had really good luck with it. I've got 700,000 kilometers or 420,000 miles on it, and I'm looking at buying a either a new Western Star or a new Pete for for a long term, and and looking at the resale value in both, and they both seem to be holding the same value. But the engine choices are either a DD16 or the the new X15. And I'm not sure which way to lean. The X15 hasn't been out long enough to have any real teeth of, of proven if it's any good or yet, any good or not yet. Yeah. So, couple questions here. Um, the first one before I forget it: Have you talked to anybody about trading that truck in? Have they looked at it? Uh, I, I can't trade it in because it's deleted. They that, won't take them at, at that, any dealership. That's what I thought, it, and that's fine. I just wanted to make sure you were aware of that because yeah. I thought, okay, good. So we can skip that part. Um, yeah. Why Why is the yeah. option the DD-16? What about the DD-15? Um, I could go DD-15, but we haul fairly heavy and stuff oh. up here. And, well, uh, give me an, what do you mean I, by I, fairly I'm heavy? Give, give me your maximum weight. 135,000 pounds gross. Got it. Okay. Hold that thought. I'm going to get to a break. We'll come back. We'll talk about that right after this. Stick around. I'm Kevin Rutherford. An insightful and informed look at the trucking industry. The reason they're in this trouble is because of poor maintenance, and the first thing they do is fire their mechanics. Current events and social issues. Well, it's also the way you move your country forward. Educate your kids. And business strategies for any owner-operator. Are we trying to accomplish getting a truck on the road at the cheapest price possible? No. That's short-term thinking, and it will kill you in the long run. For everything trucking, it's Road Dog Trucking Radio on Sirius XM. We know you. Hemorrhoids. The pain, itching, and swelling can be unbearable. 
Now there's Recticare Complete Hemorrhoid Care System with two effective medicines that provide multi-symptom relief. Recticare Complete has the highest concentration of lidocaine and phenylephrine, HCL, without a prescription to relieve pain and itching and reduce swelling. Use Recticare Complete for noticeable results after the first use. Get Recticare in the blue and white box at Walmart, Walgreens, CVS Pharmacy, Rite Aid, and Meyer. Use only as directed. This is Tim Ashoff, president of Creek Carrier Corporation. At Creek Carrier and Schaefer Trucking, we believe that drivers deserve more. That's why, effective January 1, Creek Carrier and Schaefer are increasing pay for our over-the-road fleets and many of our regional and dedicated drivers. Our OTR drivers will start out earning 47 to 53 cents per practical mile, and with profit sharing, the top 50% of our drivers will now average over $73,000 per year. We believe you deserve more out of your career. Visit CreekCarrierJobs.com to apply now. Are you a professional truck driver looking for better pay and frequent home time? Look no further than Rail Transport. Rail currently has openings for dedicated dry van, refrigerated, and flatbed drivers in select cities across the country. These positions offer high earnings, weekly home time, and pay based on practical route miles. To learn more about driving opportunities in your area, visit rail.jobs today. That's R-O-E-H-L dot jobs. Or call us at 888-356-1142. Drivers come first to sell it on trucking. That's why we are excited to announce our new pay increase and benefits package. Qualified company drivers now start at 40 cents a mile and earn up to 50 cents a mile, plus an extra 3 cents on both hazmat and reefer loads. Celadon drivers also earn a week of paid vacation every 30,000 miles up to 4 weeks a year. Celadon is committed to taking care of our drivers by offering them the pay, industry-leading vacation opportunities, and great support staff. Join Celadon today and be part of a team built to succeed. Call 1-800-CELADON or visit driveceladon.com. I'm Todd Bork, Weather Channel, with an interstate weather update. Be careful on the interstate, especially in around the Rockies and Pacific Northwest. Take a look at the east-west interstate starting far north. I-90 from Idaho into parts of Washington State. We have some spotty snow and some lower elevation rain showers extending into parts of western Montana as well. I-90 also a little bit farther to the east. We have the same type of thing in South Dakota into parts of Wyoming. I-80, we have that precipitation out there in the form of snow and some rain anywhere from western parts of Nebraska all the way through Wyoming and Utah. Watch out through the mountains in Colorado and Utah with that same developing storm system bringing some precipitation in the form of some heavier snow. I-40 and I-10 out west from Arizona and parts of California. We have some spotty rain and some higher elevation snow. Also, I-10 from southeast Texas to Florida. We have some spotty rain showers also affecting I-20 anywhere from Texas through Louisiana and Mississippi. I'm Todd Bork with Custom Weather Drivers Twice Down the Road Dog, Sirius Down 146, and I'm the Sirius. back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. We're going back north of the border. I was talking with Paul in Canada. So, Paul, here's the thing. I I have never been a fan of any 16-liter diesel engine. I've never seen good numbers out of them. The Volvo D16 is one of the worst engines I've ever dealt with. Um, The Cat 16-liter was certainly, there was nothing wrong with it, but getting any kind of fuel economy out of it was tough. They're heavy. They're more expensive. They're kind of a niche market, so yeah. they're more expensive up front. And here's the thing. 
We take a DD-15, it is not hard to get 700 horsepower and over 2,000 foot-pounds of torque, which is more than enough. Anything more than that, and you're just fighting all the time not to wear out tires and twist drive shafts. And so if we, if we make this... <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do that now. Uh, yeah, well, with those kind of weights and, and that kind of horsepower and torque, you really have to drive carefully. No matter how good of a driver you are, you have to be paying attention all the time. And that's just, just a little wear you out. So I think that's overkill. So can we make the discussion DD-15 or an X-15? Sure. Okay. Let's I, do- I've also talked about like changing from, from home just a triaxle step deck, which would be maximum like 110,000 pounds or 105,000 pounds gross. And and going to the X15 efficiency engine. Okay, so it, just to just to clarify, no matter what the weight was, I don't care if you told me we were hauling 11 axle all day long with crazy high weights, I'd still pick the DD15 over the 16 every time. So if the if okay, the for reliability issues or, or fuel economy or, or uh, both? Uh, both. Uh, cost, fuel economy, reliability, all of the above. I, I just, I don't see the need for a 16 liter, and traditionally they just haven't done all that well. So, I, I, and yeah. to give you my first choice here, it would be the DD15, because that engine has okay. had a, a good reputation since it's been out. Even though the early versions of it in late 07 or 08, whenever, now I don't even remember when that one hit the streets. Mm -hmm. Even the early versions of it weren't as bad. I won't say it was good, but they weren't as bad as the other emission engines. Back then I was saying, if somebody put a gun to my head and made me buy an emission engine, it would be a DD-15. It was the one of the few engines... My, My friend always says, not without a court order. <laughs> I like that. Um, it was one of the few engines... <laughs> you could use it. That, okay, I will. That had been designed from the ground up with all the new emissions in mind. When they started building and designing that engine, they knew all of the requirements. Whereas all the other engines, we just kept... We took old designs and kept layering new emissions on them. Um, now, the once we got past, say... 2012, 2013, and we really started to see these problems being resolved, the DD is just an outstanding engine, and it's got a good history. Now, I will say, the X-15 shows a lot of promise. So far, I am really, really impressed with it, and so are the people that are working on them, primarily Pittsburgh Power. That's who I talked to. They think that Cummins finally got it right. You know, yep. they, they weren't a big fan of the ISX. I wasn't either. But we're both kind of looking at the X-15 Nobody going, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I think they finally got over that. You know, we, we don't have a lot of long-term data, but the, the early data looks really good. So I think, you know, this decision might come down to your personal preference. It might come down to, you know, do you have a shop close by that would – you know, be better with the X-15, or do you have a good Detroit shop? This one could be a coin toss. I mean, for me, I think I'd go with the tried and true. I've had such good luck with, you know, Detroit Diesel for the last couple of decades. 
that it would be hard for me to switch. But I yeah. could understand if, if somebody really likes, you know, Cummins, why they would get the X-15, and I don't think it would be a problem at all. Well, the, the big thing that I don't like about Cummins, especially this one here, it's, it's like I said, it's got the full delete and a, a different cam, and it's pushing 750 horsepower and I don't know how much torque. And I find that the fuel pedal is it's lazy for the first three-quarters of an inch, and then it's like flicking on a light switch, and it just wants to lift the front wheel off the ground on the driver's side, <laughs> yeah. even with a guy named Slim in the driver's seat. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, I, I get that. It's it's kind of like uh, it's kind of like driving a, a, or riding a, a really high performance two cycle cycle motorcycle. I used to race motocross before they switched back to four cycles again, and that was it, yeah. It was more like exactly. An, it's like get that power band and, and it takes off. Yeah, it was more like the throttle was more like an on off switch, not a rheostat. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And the Detroit's I ran, I ran for uh, a fuel company back east, and they had uh, 550 Detroit's in them. I'm not sure what the, the I, I didn't pay much attention to what uh, leader engine it was, but I just found that the throttle ability was so much better in the Detroit. The, the new, and yeah. And you were hauling Super B tankers with those, and, and they were great. And the, and the new DD-15. They didn't have the, D, the you know DDF. The, yeah, the the newer ones, even wider power bands. So those things will pull hard all the way down to like 1,100 RPM, and they'll still pull great at 1,500. I mean, you have got such a wide range in there that they're just really drivable. Yeah. And and the, the, the thing that I think that has given me the life out of this engine so far with, you know, trouble-free is that, with the aftermarket turbo and manifold, I, I've lost Jake power, but my pyro never goes over 800 degrees. And oh, that's yeah. lugging. Well, I don't lug this engine. That's the other thing. Like, I never take this engine below 1400 with, right. Right. with this because I was told by many of the old-timer truckers that, look, don't take that Cummins and lug it. You'll just tear the bottom end of it. Yeah, um, I'm not sure if that's entirely true, but it doesn't hurt to keep it up that way either, whereas and, the, the DD-15, you could drive it at 1,100 all day long <laughs> if you want. It's not always the best place to be, but it'll handle it just fine. Yeah, and that's what I'm, I'm thinking. I'm, I'm leaning more towards Detroit. but I, and, and there are some guys that uh, had their lease ops here with the, the company I'm signed on to that have the X-15 and, and their just like saying, oh my god, the power is unbelievable. And we're getting better fuel mileage than with you know, our C-15 cats that have had the Pittsburgh right. power with them and everything else. Right. But, you know, that's always I, I, I chalk that up as alright, let's 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 see how it lasts in three years. <laughs> right. Right. And that and that's where I think the you DD... Know, and that's, that's a scary part with the Cummins. Right. And I think that's where the Detroit kind of has a little bit of an edge. I, I could say it's a coin toss and it could be a personal preference, but <laughs> The, the Detroit definitely has the edge there. Yep. It's got more history and more good history. So the good news here, Paul, I, I like decisions when there isn't really a, a big wrong answer. Uh, you know, so I would lean towards the, well, I, would, I wouldn't lean towards, I would buy the DD-15. But I wouldn't have a problem if somebody said, I really love Cummins and I'm going to do the X-15. Because so far, the results have been really good with that engine. Let's go to Virginia. Joe, welcome to the program. 
Hi, Kevin. Thanks for taking my call. I have um, been thinking about what I'm going to do for 2018, and I want to run my game plan by you based on the information I've learned from our class as well as uh, listening to some calls. So last year, uh, my profitability, we looked at it last week, I think it was around $97,000, $98,000. So I was very profitable last year. Um, Training. This year, I'm going to get out of the business of training. My last student is going to be my nephew, and when he's done, I'm going to put him in the truck that I'm currently driving, and then I'm going to team drive in a new truck with my girlfriend. So I'll have two trucks and um, and a total of three drivers, including me. Now, for those other two drivers, the company I'm leased onto will actually uh, process payroll for them as a company driver. But what I'm what I'm interested in doing is transitioning my LLC from a sole proprietorship filing to an S-Corp filing, and then paying myself a monthly salary of, say, $3,000 a month. Uh, What are your thoughts on that? So far, everything you said was correct. Um, I I would, you know, I, I caution people be very, very careful in an environment like this adding trucks. And, and I'm not going to go too deep into that. Um, and I know people say, well, it's my nephew, it's my cousin, it's my brother-in-law. Yeah, I get that. Um, he could find out that he hates trucking and just quit. Um, lots of things could go wrong, right. and now you're in the same boat everybody else is right now. Everybody is screaming for drivers. You know, when when we say there's a capacity right. shortage, there's only one thing that would cause a capacity shortage when rates are this strong. And that is, you just can't get drivers. Because with rates like this, companies would go out and buy a thousand trucks if they could put a driver in the seat. The truck is not the problem. Right. We can get equipment all day long, and everybody would. The reason we have a capacity crunch is because we can't get drivers. So I want you to think hard about that. I mean, this looks good. Another truck generating revenue. Now you move to a team. I I understand why it's tempting. I would think hard. The team, absolutely. There's no downside to trying that. The second truck, that's a tough one. We'll, uh, let, let me get to a break. We'll come back. We'll talk more about that right after this. Stick around. Extended by popular demand, the Eagles Channel, Hotel California. I've always loved radio, and it's really a privilege to be able to do it. Hear more hits, rarities, influences, guest DJs, and insight from Don Henley and Joe Walsh. Plus, see the Eagles perform at Nashville's Story Grand Ole Opry House for the first time ever. The Eagles Channel, Hotel California. Extended through January, Sirius XM 30. Or listen when you get out of the car with the SiriusXM app. Message and data rates may apply. Please don't text while driving. Do you know the top three promotional items for driving new customers? We do. Do you know how to make your logo come alive and magnetically attract new, long-lasting customers? We do. And do you know how to ensure your logo is delivered on the right promotional items on time at a great price? We do. 100% satisfaction guaranteed. Who are we? We're for Imprint the nation's leading team to make your logo shine on your choice of thousands of promotional items. And right now, we want to share with you for free the top three promotional items for driving new customers. Discover them now by texting ACT77 to 88988. Let us show you what a difference the right promotional items can make to help grow your brand. With 4imprint, you'll get high-quality products, exclusive items, popular brands, on-time delivery, and outstanding customer service. That's what we do. Discover the top three promotional items for driving new customers by texting ACT77 to 88988. 
That's ACT77 to 88988. So I know you've heard of Cars for Kids, that great charity you've trusted for years with your car donations. But did you know Cars for Kids also accepts real estate donations? If you're paying maintenance fees and taxes on a property you don't use or dealing with management and violations on out-of-state properties, you'll want to hear about this. It's really simple, actually. Cars for Kids has a whole team of specialists dedicated to ensuring that the transfer of your property will be seamless and hassle-free. They'll take over all taxes, maintenance, and insurance obligations. And get this, you'll receive a tax deduction for the full Full appraised value of your property. Now is the time to donate. So visit carsforkids.org slash real estate or call 877-CARS-FOR-KIDS today to learn more and get the ball rolling. That's carsforkids.org slash real estate and 877-CARS-FOR-KIDS. Receive a tax deduction for the full appraised value of your property. Visit carsforkids.org slash real estate or call 877-CARS-FOR-KIDS. That's carsforkids.org slash real estate and 877-CARS-FOR-KIDS. Remember, that's cars with a K. Imagine a financial advisor who's a true partner in your success. I'm Mike Schrader, president of Baird Private Wealth Management. Trust is everything, and we strive to earn it every day. We listen to what you want to accomplish and help you make smart financial decisions in all areas of your life. And because Baird is employee-owned, you can trust that we're a financial partner with a long-term interest in what's best for you. Imagine the power of you and Baird. Visit BairdWealth.com. Road Dog Trucking Radio, our favorite color, Chrome. Road Dog Trucking Radio, Sirius XM 146. Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. The number to join us, 8888 Road Dog. I'm going to get right back to the phones. I was talking with Joe in Virginia. So, Joe, are you there? Yeah, I'm still here, Kevin. Okay, it got really noisy in the background. Yeah, I'm here. Can you hear me? Yeah. That's a little better. All right, so the the one thing I would okay. look I would look hard at. What what would happen if you go buy a second truck, you start teaming, and three months from now your nephew quits and you couldn't find another driver? How hard would that be on you financially? Uh, it would not be a problem. I've got enough okay. capital that, that okay. the truck has to the, sit. It wouldn't be an issue. But I, you know, I've had a serious conversation with him about it. And I'm planning on spending a couple months with him to make sure that it is a good fit. And I told him, I said, at any point, if you decide, because for quite some time in the training process, he's going to be the one driving the whole time with me and the passenger seat. So yeah, I told him, good. I said, if, you know, this doesn't feel like a good fit for you, you know, no harm, no foul. Right. You know, we'll take you back home and we'll figure out what you're going to do. Because he's, he's young, he's 21. But I've asked him if it is a good fit to give me a two-year commitment. Um, yeah. You know, that way, okay. if he wants to do something locally later on, the insurance rates will be down for him after two years of experience. So, yeah, I understand that the risk is there, but you know, I, I feel comfortable with the plan that we've got in place to, to, to well, uh, you know, assess whether or not it is going to be a good fit for him. The the real key here was the fact you could handle it financially. I, after that, I ignored all the rest because if you wouldn't have been able, if this would have been a really big financial risk, then I would say I don't care what he says, I don't care what he signs, I don't care how long you ride with him, it would be a bad idea. But 
the real key here was it's not going to put you out of business if it goes completely south. That is a good time to take a business risk when you can handle it if it goes wrong. So so we're good there. Um, the and I would absolutely do the S corp because you only have so much time to do it this okay. year, and based on your numbers and everything looking like it's going to get better, I don't even think this is a close call. I think you should absolutely get the S corp okay. set up. Okay, good. I did go ahead and preemptively call in last week, and uh, Brittany left me a voicemail message that your account is going to be calling me to help me help me make that transition, so hopefully I'll hear from them this week. Yeah. Uh, so far this year, I haven't even paid myself anything. I've just taken in revenue, so, you know, there's no, no record-keeping issues there. Yeah. And then the thought of doing a monthly salary, I said to myself, I'll only have to do the calculations for my payroll taxes once if I pay myself, you know, say $3,000 a month at the end of every month. Correct. And then quarterly, I'll take a draw from the business, calculate what I need to pay in taxes, and go ahead and file my quarterly taxes based on that draw. Perfect. That that's that you. That you've got this handled. Okay. Yeah, you've got it all figured out, and it, and I think Good. you're doing this all right. Okay, great. Well, I have you to thank for that, Kevin, because I have learned so much from you, and uh, you know I really appreciate everything you do. So uh, I do have one last quick question about propagators. When I do add that second truck, am I sure. going to be able to do, run two trucks through my propagators? Okay, good. Good. I hadn't looked into it deep enough to see how the settings were for that, so that's good to know. Yep. Absolutely. We have uh, we have it set up as multi-trucks, so what you can get, you know, the way we set it up, we assign certain expenses to each truck. Like, we can assign fuel, obviously, maintenance, insurance, so that you can get a separate business report and profit and loss for each truck to see how each one is profitable. Then there are certain expenses you can categorize as company expenses. Like, you know, your your internet services or things like that. Things that aren't necessarily split evenly. Uh, so the system is definitely set up for multi-truck to show each one as a profit center. Okay. Very good. Very good. I figured it probably was. I just hadn't taken the time to look at it yet to uh, make that determination. So. Yep. But, uh, it's a great product. I, I'm absolutely loving it. Loving, um, Excellent. I did some business. I used to be a data analyst, so when I got into this, I built spreadsheets and, and you know, had, had business reports. But, but what I'm getting out of product data is far surpasses anything that I was able to come up with in Excel. Yeah, you know, I, I've built lots and lots of Excel spreadsheets like you, and, and they work. Um, they're kind of labor-intensive. You know, and and that's easy to make a mistake, and you know, but it was it was all those years of building those same kind of spreadsheets that allowed me to make profit gauges as good as it is. There was, you know, there was uh, fifteen plus years of learning with spreadsheets before we built the program. Um, if you're not familiar with profit gauges, what we were just talking about there, that is our online accounting program for owner operators. Um, I, I started doing taxes and accounting back in 1990 for owner-operators. And like I said, I built spreadsheets for years and years and years. I used QuickBooks for my clients for years and years because QuickBooks was a great program. But customizing it for an owner-operator was really difficult. But I learned over years of doing that 
And then I took all those lessons. I looked at every other owner-operator accounting program on the market. I used to test them every year, still do. And I figured out what worked, what didn't work. And we built profit gauges, and we continue to improve it. It's Our number one goal wasn't to have a program with a lot of bells and whistles. Our number one goal in profit gauges, and we nailed it, is just simplicity. Drop dead easy to get your information in, and the data that comes out is meaningful and easy to understand. So check it out. You can get a free trial. It's on Let'sTruck.com. Um, you can always call us as well. I'll, I'll uh, give you a couple minutes to grab a something to write with, and I'll give you that number before we wrap this up. But I'm going to get to another call. Let's go to Texas. Clifford, welcome to the program. Hey, Kevin. Uh, well, I called because uh, I'm a couple of classes from finishing my life coaching certification. And um, I've got my BS in psychology. I haven't decided yet if I want to go on for my PhD, but I have decided that I want to integrate wellness within my coaching practice because I'm convinced that uh, your mental, your mentality is affected greatly by how healthy you are. Yeah, absolutely. You know, on your body and everything. So um, I was curious. I've been doing some research, checking out the different programs, and I was wondering where you got your NTP from, and is would an NTP be what I'm looking for, or would an NTC serve me just as well? The only real difference, so the, the both of those programs, Nutritional Therapy Practitioner, NTP, or Nutritional Therapy Consultant, NTC, there's only one group that issues that. It, it's the NTA uh, out of uh, Olympia, Washington, which is right. the Nutritional Therapy Association. Now, they do classes all around the country. I, I happen to do mine in Portland because I live right here. But they do classes all over the country. I, here's, the, here's the distinction. The only real difference between the two programs In the NTP, you also learn the hands-on physical examination. So you learn, you know, how to physically put your hands on somebody and all the testing that goes along with that. If you're not going to do that, if if you're not going to have a practice where you physically put hands on people, then you probably would be just fine with the NTC, um, even though I knew I, I, the odds of me running a practice where I'd be daily putting my hands on people, and I still took the NTP because I just love to learn. Um, it's a little more expensive. It does require a couple extra uh, weekend, um, you know, in-person workshops to get the NTP. But I chose to do that just because. Right, that's what I was looking at. Yeah. Um, yeah. As as a driver, the the, the the, the weekend in-person stuff, that's kind of difficult. So <laughs> then, then with the NTC, you only have to go once. With the NTP, I had three workshops I had to go okay. to. So the NTC will save you some money. Okay. You won't have to go to those two extra workshops. And you'll still learn all of the exact same stuff except that physical hands-on exam. That's the only thing you won't learn. And they always okay. allow you, right. I, I, believe, I believe the NTA has a pretty easy program if you ever want to upgrade your NTC to an NTP. 
Okay. Awesome. Yeah, that uh, that's good to know too because um, I'm getting my life coaching through Grand Canyon University, and uh, I've been talking to uh, uh, an outfit that does Christian life coaching, and I can upgrade to that with just a couple of classes. So. Yeah, having the um, nutritional therapy in there is, I, I think, is a really good idea. That is an exploding industry right now. There are a lot of MDs, you know, full-blown medical doctors that are finally seeing that nutrition, lifestyle, all of those things are really important, and they are starting to either partner with or even hire uh, NTPs. My son... Um, went through the NTP program and now works uh, directly with uh, an MD um, in her office, and he That's does cool. yeah he does all of the uh, nutritional side of things and even the the nutritional testing and the hands on. So it, there's uh, several um, doctors, Dr. Mark Hyman, uh, Chris Kresser, that are MDs that are really saying. This is the future of medicine. So it's kind of exciting. I've got to get to a break. We'll be right back when we come back. Uh, Well, stick around. I'm Kevin Rutherford. Way stations and truck stops. Three wheels. It's all about trucking. Keep up with the industry through us. We talk about things in the truck driving world without concentrating on the same four or five topics. And hear what drivers have to say about the world at large. Around that curve could be anything. I can't believe you went there. Three wheeling. Weekday mornings, 11 a.m. East. It's Meredith Oaks. Do we get to drink tequila? And Chris T. Well, you want to know that about every day. Three wheeling. Exclusively on Sirius XM's Road Dog Trucking Radio. News never stops. And when people start their day, they need to know what's going on. And they need those facts from people they trust. I'm Sandra Smith. And I'm Bill Hemmer. And we make sure we remember that responsibility every day. And live up to it on every story we cover. Because being America's choice for powerful news coverage is something we take seriously. That's why One Network owns the mornings. America's Newsroom, weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, only on Fox News Channel. Hiring is important. People are what make your business work. But how do you find the right talent? ZipRecruiter makes it simple. One click sends your job ad to over 100 of the web's leading job boards. But ZipRecruiter doesn't stop there. Their smart matching technology will instantly alert quality candidates about your job. That means you'll start getting great candidates with the right experience almost as soon as your job is posted. No wonder 80% of employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site in just one day. The right candidates are out there. This is how you find them. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. People from businesses of all sizes trust ZipRecruiter for their hiring needs. We're so confident ZipRecruiter will get you better results than anywhere else. We'll let you try it free. That's right, free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash try free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash try free. ZipRecruiter.com slash try free. 
Aussie. That's where I was originally born, that giant island fighter. I'm not a good fighter. I was my catch that first round. Author. I've got two books. You had to clear that. Right now. Actor. This is the only time I've ever had fun acting. We had a good time. Radio host. Everybody that's associated with this show is a moron. The Jason Ellis Show. Weekdays at 3 p.m. East, noon west. On Faction Talk, Channel 103. You're a great Australian and you've become a great American. I salute you and I salute everything you do here. And available anytime with Sirius XM On Demand. I'm Todd Bork, Weather Channel, with an interstate weather update. North-south interstate starting west. We have some gusty winds and some flakes of snow and lower elevation rain showers along I-5. In Washington State, in the parts of Oregon, also affecting I-15 from Utah, parts of Nevada. And the deserts of California, mainly in form of rain in Nevada and California, but some snow. In Utah, I-17, dealing with the rain and even a flake of snow. In Arizona, I-25, watch out for some heavier snow, particularly in the parts of Wyoming could extend into Colorado. I-55, some spotty rain showers and even a rumble of thunder that does work your way from Mississippi all the way down into Louisiana, also affecting I-49 in Louisiana. I-75, I-95 in Florida. We have some scattered rain showers, maybe even a rumble of thunder that could work your way into southern parts of Georgia as well. And I-65, a stray shower and rumble of thunder cannot be ruled out in Alabama. I'm Todd Bork with Cuss Weather Drivers Twice on the Road Dog, Series 146. Your money, your taxes, your truck, and your road to success in the trucking industry. Now, now, back to trucking business and beyond. The show that puts the money where it belongs. Back in your pocket. Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. We're heading into the second hour of the program. Lots of time to get through. If you've got a question, a comment, a topic, dial me up, 8888-ROAD-DOG. We'll get back to those calls in just a minute. So after three decades of telling people, if you're going to be in business, get your accounting done, have a system. I can't think of a single time that it's even more important than it is right now. So many things going on in the industry. Don't put it off. Get last year's taxes done early and get a, I was going to say get a jump on your accounting for this year, but you're already behind. Get started on it right now. There's still time, but I I wouldn't put it off any longer. This is going to be a great year. You don't want to miss out on that. You want to have numbers and you want to be able to see where the opportunities are. I couldn't be more excited about our industry right now. We can help you with all of that, whether it's last year's tax return or this year's accounting. Now, I will tell you for last year's tax return, we are already slammed, and I have never seen a year like this. Normally in January, we're sitting around waiting for work to come in because most people aren't ready yet. This January, we're slammed. That's because of the tax law changes and the industry's doing so well and all the things I've been talking about. But that also means there's a very good chance that at some point we will have to stop taking new tax clients. Accounting clients, there's no real limit on that. I mean, you can use our software. You can have us do all of your accounting for you. You send everything in. We make it really easy. We'll do it all. We can take those clients. Tax clients, though, I have to keep a really close eye on. I check our numbers every Friday, and I'm just really shocked by how many tax returns we already have in the office or people that have signed up for the service. So 
it's just part of the business. I've been doing this for a very, very long time, and you can't take every client in a year like this. Um, we are doing everything we can to ramp up. We have a lot of people trained, but I, I fully expect we will be overwhelmed at some point and we'll have to turn off new tax clients. Now, after April 15th, we could start taking them again, but I, I would rather not see you have to file an extension. I would rather see you get in early. So I'll give you a phone number. You can always check out the website. It's letstruck.com. But if you want to work with us, whether it's taxes, accounting, you know, using profit gauges, whatever it is, call us and call soon because it, it's a big year, really is. And I, I want to help as many people as I can, but we also want to make sure we provide outstanding customer service. The same thing I always talk about you should be doing for your customers we want to make sure we do for ours. Just like you shouldn't commit too much, you know, even though rates are great, same thing. You still have to make good business decisions. So if you want to work with us this year, call us. Call us soon. I'll give you the number, 855-800-3835. That's 855-800-FUEL. Give us a call if you get voicemail. And there's a good chance you will because we have people on the phones, but they're swamped right now. Leave a message. We always call back. The people on the phones, as soon as they get off one call, they check voicemail. They return calls. So get a hold of us. We can help you out. We are developing um, some pretty high-level strategies for 2018 based on the new tax law. Um, For owner-operators, things like Moving you to an S-Corp, I think it's going to be a big year for that. Um, putting together uh, spouse plans. Your spouse does not have to drive the truck to be qualified for per diem if you set it up properly. Um, we have health plans where if you have health insurance and we can set you up where all of the health insurance becomes a business deduction, which it's not right now, and your additional health care costs can be deducted as well from the business. That's a big advantage. We can work out programs where you pay your kids to work in the business. Huge tax advantage to doing that. You can deduct your vacation travel, your personal vehicle miles. Those are the higher level tax strategies that you don't always get. It's one thing to say, well, my tax preparer filled out the form correctly and didn't make any mistakes. I review hundreds of tax returns. I don't see any big glaring mistakes. You know, the software today to do tax returns is really good. So we don't see nearly as many mistakes as I did 10 years ago. But what I see on almost every single tax return I review for an owner-operator, I see missed opportunities. I'll look at the tax return and do a review and say, no, they didn't make any mistakes. It's a good return. Except... They missed this opportunity and that opportunity and that opportunity, and they could have set you up like this, and we could have reduced this tax. That's what we really focus on because we only do owner-operators and drivers. Speaking of drivers, for many, many drivers, you won't need a tax preparer going forward. They've simplified the individual tax return so much we are being told, we'll have to wait and see the form, but it will be, I, th- I saw once it would be less than a half of a page, like a third of a page 
to, to do a tax return. But you've also lost all your deductions. I'm working on a strategy right now to help company drivers get those deductions back. Even if their carrier doesn't pay the per diem, that wouldn't be a requirement. In fact, if your carrier does pay the per diem, you wouldn't need this program that I'm talking about. But I have a strategy that I'm working on where if you like the carrier you're with and they're just not going to reimburse the per diem, you don't have to lose out on that deduction. I'm excited about this. It's not done And it probably won't be done until after this tax season because we are so busy. But it's it's in place. So we, I don't really. um, Yeah, I was telling a lot of company drivers, you won't need a tax preparer at all next year unless your carrier doesn't reimburse per diem, and you want to get those deductions back. We we have something we're working on that's uh, pretty interesting. So again, call us up. Go to the website. Let me get back to some phone calls. Let me head off to Oklahoma. Rodney, welcome to the program. Hi, Kevin. Um, I have a couple questions, one pertaining to taxes and another. Um, I have a 2013 um, Freightliner Cascadia with a DD-15, and um, I got it through a credit trust and, uh, doing a lease agreement. But at the end of it, I have to come up with like $8,900 to actually own the truck. And I'm wondering, considering the age, I'll have another three and a half years until I'm done. Is it, you think it would be wise to actually try to own it or be something just to walk away from and, you know, try to get something that would be newer at that point? Well, that's three years off, so it's hard to make predictions. I can tell you how we would determine it at that point. Um, so I, I, I'm a little confused. What's the deal with the credit trust? What's? Oh, it's, um, it's a lease agreement through a, a credit trust company, a finance company. So are the, is this finance company tied to your carrier? No, I'm an owner operator. I'm uh, this. I'm doing this independently. Oh, so you have your own authority? No, no. I, I, I mean, I'm leased to a company, but I'm an owner operator. Now I understand that. What I'm trying to get to is: is this? I've never heard the term credit trust. So I, I, I'm not even really sure how that well, that's works. Well, that's what they call them. That's that's just what they call themselves. So here's what I'm here's what I'm trying to So if you wanted to take this truck and go to a different carrier tomorrow or get your own authority, can you do that or are you tied to this carrier? No, I can do that. I can get my own authority or lease to whatever company. And is this a walk away lease? Like right now, if you walked away, what's gonna happen? No. It's no, not uh, okay. Yeah, I can't walk away from it. Okay. No. So, what year did you say it was? 2013. And you will have... about 500,000 miles on it. So, you'll be down to um, that balloon payment in, you said, about three and a half years? Yes. 
So at that point, we're going to have, you know, close to a million-mile truck, eight eight fifty to a million miles. Um, but I still would have to believe at that point it's going to be worth more than 8900 And that's really the, the determining factor. If the average market value of that truck in three and a half years is going to be 15000 even if you hated the truck, You'd still be better off paying the 8900 and then turning around and selling it for 15 and getting another truck. That's really how we look at this. It, it, we try to predict what the market value of that truck is going to be. If it were less than 8900 then you would just want to walk away. Why pay more for something than you could buy it for on the open market? Other than the fact that you know the truck by then, which could be a good thing or a bad thing. Let me get to a break. We'll come back. We'll talk about that more right after this. Stick around. I'm Kevin Rutherford. Because the right riff and the right voice are timeless. On Sirius XM The Spectrum, you'll hear rock icons alongside the best of what's next. The Spectrum where new rock meets classic rock. Channel 28 and streaming on the SiriusXM app. Which American company started with a guy in a garage, was featured on Shark Tank, and now has over 1 million customers? Hint, they're reducing crime in neighborhoods everywhere. Here's Ring Video Doorbell founder Jamie Siminoff with his secret to success. It's true. In just a few years, we've had huge growth. We've hired hundreds of people, expanded our warehouse, and we're shipping millions of units a year, all while making sure our customers are happy. I've had lots of things to worry about, but I never worry about our finance and accounting because we use NetSuite from Oracle. From the beginning, NetSuite let me see what's going on with my business in real time, from revenues to expenses, customers and orders, even HR. I run my business from a dashboard right on my phone. NetSuite has been my business management system from 10 to a team of over 1,000, and NetSuite will be my choice as we continue to innovate and grow. Go to netsuite.com slash ring to see how Jamie scaled his business. You'll also get our free guide titled Overcoming Your Five Obstacles to Growth. That's netsuite.com slash ring for your free guide and the story of a great American company. netsuite.com slash ring. Hey, Papa John here. More than 30 years ago, my passion for making pizza made my dreams come true. Now I'm looking for a few other people who are as passionate about pizza and quality as I am. As the official pizza sponsor of the NFL and the official pizza of Major League Baseball, Papa John's is associated with the best of the best. If you want to be part of a winning team and are committed to excellence, now is the time to contact us about becoming a Papa John's franchisee. Our franchise package offers no franchise fee, a set of ovens, and reduced royalties for four years. Certain restrictions apply. Full program details are available upon completion and review of the franchisee application. Make our better ingredients and better pizza part of your better future. We have opportunities available throughout the U.S., including multi-unit opportunities in Boston, California, Connecticut, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. So go online to PapaJohns.com or pick up the phone and give us a call today at 888-255-7272. That's 888-255-PAPA. 
Attention investors, call National Realty for this slam dunk equity investment now. It's four townhome property lots for the price of two in super hot Delray Beach, Florida. Discounted 50% below market, these lots build $2 million homes. A required fast closing gives a 14 to 16% return and secures you on deed. But you must call now for limited secured flip units at 14 to 16%. Call 201-210-2727. That's 201-210-2727. An offer to buy or sell any securities only made by a private placement memorandum. Read a first and invest wisely. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. National is a real estate development firm. See us at NRIA.net. Weekday mornings, 11 a.m. East, freewheeling. We talk about pop culture, talk to celebrity guests, and hear what drivers have to say about the world at large. Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. I was going to go back to that caller, but I lost him during the break, so I'll just kind of wrap up that thought. If you're in a lease purchase, you know how I feel about those if you've listened to the show for more than a day. Um, this one sounded a little different. I don't have time to get into all the details, but um, the question, to just answer the question, you know, the balloon payment, what do you do? Do you pay it? Do you walk away? I don't know what's going to happen to the truck market three and a half years from now. And that's what we would determine this answer by. If the truck is worth more on the market than you have to pay, significantly more. I mean, if the buyout is 8900 and you think you could sell it on the open market for 10000 I wouldn't bother. Now, if you wanted to keep it, then 8900 would be a good buy. Um, so it depends on a lot of things, how dependable the truck is at the time, what the costs are. The one thing I was going to go over with that driver was... The easy way to make these kinds of decisions are to have numbers in front of you. Without numbers, we are just guessing. And I don't like to guess in business. That's why I ask people, if you're using our software or any software, if you can give me a business report, a profit and loss, then we can make these decisions the way we should based on numbers. I could look at the fuel cost on that truck. I could look at the maintenance cost. We could look at the fair market value. Then it's just math. But trying to guess, I, it's just not a good way to run a business. Let's, uh, let's get back to the phone calls. Let's go to Oklahoma. Rodney, welcome to the program. Uh, yeah, that was me. We were talking before the break. I'm still here. Oh, I had my calls mixed up. I had Hello? taken some notes here. Okay, <laughs> good. So then you heard that. This is a, it's a math problem is what it is. The problem right now is, do you have a, a profit and loss, by the way? Uh, no, I just signed up for the profit gauges. So I'm oh, good. hoping to get, good. get that more straightened out this year and... Um, Plan on doing the taxes with you as well for 2017. That that's excellent because so, then we um, can ma- we can answer yeah, this really- question based on the numbers. But what it's going to come down to is really as we get closer to that ending point, um, looking at how this truck has been cost wise, what the maintenance costs have been, what the fuel costs have been, and then what the fair market value of that truck is going to be at the time. So I'm glad that you're already looking and asking those questions. I'm glad you're getting some numbers together because then it's going to be easy to answer this the right way at the time. 
Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um, one other question I have is I bought a flatbed trailer in 2017, a new one, and uh, I had heard in December you were talking maybe with a new tax plan that we'd be able to write off the price of the trailer. And I'm, I'm wondering, is that the case with this new tax plan, or is it just depreciation that we can claim? Well, let, let's clarify something. I'm really excited about the new tax plan, but it didn't change this. So what I'm going to tell you, it's always been this way. This is nothing new. There, There's always been... In the depreciation rules, which are complicated, there's always been something that we refer to as Section 179. Because if you go to the IRS code, that's where you would look to find this rule in Section 179 of the depreciation rules. And what Section 179 allows us to do is is if we, like, give me an example. What would you pay for the trailer? Roughly. I don't need an exact number. 37000 Okay. So here's how we, we do this. We would do everything on your tax return right down to the point where we have to decide how we're going to depreciate your trailer. So we have everything else in the tax return, income, expenses, all that stuff. And let's say that you had $60,000 worth of profit left that you're about to have to pay tax on. Well, we could choose to just take all 37000 of that and, and wipe out $37,000 worth of profit, which would significantly lower your tax bill. And that's normally what we would choose to do at the time we'd go over the options with you. But I'm a big believer in take your deductions as fast as you can get them. But let's say there were a lot of other things going on and you only had $20,000 worth of profit. Well, then what I would recommend is we use Section 179 to take 20000 of that trailer cost. We take your business to zero. Then the other seventeen that's left over, we can either just roll that to the next year or we could take it across three years. And those are decisions that we make. It's the last decision I make on a tax return. Because it's based on all the other numbers and what everything looks like. But to answer your question, we do have the option to take any amount up to all the way up to the entire purchase price of that truck in the first year. Okay. All right. Well, thanks for clarifying that for me. You're welcome. And again, you know, that's the general answer. But when we're doing the tax return... That's a decision we'll make and, and give you your options right at the very end. But I'm a big believer in if we can get the business down to zero, let's do it. Yeah, it means we have less depreciation later, but so what? We're going to pay the government sometime. I'd rather pay them later. I put that money to work for me instead of the government. Government's shut down anyway. They don't need any money. Let's go to Missouri. Matt, welcome to the program. Good afternoon, Kevin. What's on your mind today? Well, I'm uh, gonna I'm gonna be one of them oddball people that uh, during the boom in the economy and the good times, I'm actually gonna save my money. Ah, there you go. That's an interesting you know, thought. You know the stock market saying, you know, buy low, sell high. <laughs> right. That that's 
<laughs> you know, yeah. it's a very true statement, and most people do the exact opposite. They do when, the exact when opposite. When the stock market's doing great and everybody says how good the numbers are, they buy. That's when it's high. <laughs> and then and when we have a crash or they, a correction, they, they get panic. scared and they sell they when pay- it's low. <laughs> it, it is. Yep. You are absolutely right. That's what the investors call amateur hour. And the the professional yep. investors or the even if you're not doing it for money but if you're good at it they take advantage of that because they know that you know the the amateurs will run up the market for a while but at some point it can't sustain and and that's the one thing I'm a little worried about this year uh, you know the stock market shouldn't have a direct impact on the economy but it does it's a psychological impact so I, I'm a little worried if there's yep. anything that could derail the train right now and, and you know, hurt the, this economy that I'm really excited about. It could be too much excitement in the stock market. Um, what did Greenspan call it? Uh, ir- irrational exuberance. That's what I'm a little worried yep. about right now. But uh, I, we'll see. So what, uh, what's on your mind? Well... One of the, well, I got a 401k question, but just on the stock market thing. One thing I want to caution, you know, some of the people that love Trump and seem to think everything is Trump's, everything's happening because of Trump, which I'm not saying a lot of it's not, but the stock market went from, or the Dow Jones went from 25,000 to 26,000 in a pretty short period of time. Yeah. But, we got to realize, percentage-wise, you know, from when it went from ten thousand to eleven thousand, but twenty-five thousand to twenty-six thousand is less than three percent growth. Yeah, they, they, so that's, the numbers are going to keep growing faster, just on a percentage basis. That you make a good point because that's exactly true. Just because we keep adding a thousand points, it's not the same as it was when we were at ten back then. When you added a thousand points, that was a ten percent. Yep growth that was huge so it, it it and that's part of yep. the whole psychological thing too you know it, it's um it's a little tricky so that's i i think all the indicators right now are good but that's the one thing that worries me is because people don't understand that and they think oh my god it went up a thousand points again well like you said that's three percent that that's that's just good steady growth Yep. So, yeah, that's, and um, I was talking with Chuck Snow about this, too, with the high rates and all that. I was, I brought up inflation, because you remember you were young in the 70s and the high inflation, and that hurt. Chuck said he actually read something um, that economists aren't really worried about that. The technology is moving so fast right now that it keeps up with inflation. So as things inflate, technology is actually holding prices down Yeah, improvement. He's absolutely correct, so and, and Chuck is a really smart guy. He gets all this stuff. So um, yep. here's the, the thing. You know, when, when you see rampant inflation, the kind that just brings down economies, that happens in bad economies, not good economies. It's when the economy is going so bad yep. that a, a country's currency gets so devalued 
that we see inflation, but that usually doesn't happen in the type of economy we're seeing right now. So I agree with Chuck on that one. I'm not too worried about inflation. I'm just worried about that psychological impact of, you know, a a market bubble, which I I don't know if we're on one or not. Um, I know you've got more. We're going to come back and do that right after this. Stick around. We'll be right back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. And now for a Road Dog Radio Check. Hey, it's Meredith Oaks. Hi, I'm Chris T. And we're right here in New York City. <laughs> now, here in Rockefeller Center. I'm Mark Reddick, the host of Landline Now, and we're coming to you from the hometown of President Harry S. Truman, Kansas City, Missouri. And that, my friends, is the Road Dog Trucking Radio Radio Check. Rest assured, wherever you are, we are. Road Dog Trucking Radio. Truckers, the electronic logging device mandate has been in effect since December 18th. If you're still on paper logs only, you're risking your livelihood. If your carrier switched to e-logs last minute and it's been a bumpy ride, you're paying the price for your carrier's procrastination. It doesn't have to be that way. Schneider has used e-logs since 2010, having worked through technology, dispatch, and other business impacts long ago. Orientation with expert ELD trainers starts every week. Join Schneider today at schneiderjobs.com. That's schneiderjobs.com. When would you prefer to spot that burglar? While he's outside, casing your home, or after he breaks in? The best home security is the one that protects you inside and outside. That's Blink Home Security. Most home security is slow and unreliable and goes off after he breaks in. Too late. Blink is proactive home security, which is why I have Blink. It's motion activated. The instant Blink detects some crook snooping around my home or looking in my car for the garage remote, I get an instant alert and a video clip on my smartphone. Blink helps stop the crime before it happens. Blink cams are wire-free, set up in minutes, and run on batteries you don't replace for years. And Blink's live feed option lets you monitor your home anywhere from your smartphone. Blink is offering an amazing deal. Get three Blink cams for what the other guys typically charge for one, plus 10% off. Visit BlinkProtect.com news. Visit BlinkProtect.com news. Visit BlinkProtect.com news. Hemorrhoids. The pain, itching, and swelling can be unbearable. Now there's Recticare Complete Hemorrhoid Care System with two effective medicines that provide multi-symptom relief. Recticare Complete has the highest concentration of lidocaine and phenylephrin, HCL, without a prescription to relieve pain and itching and reduce swelling. Use Recticare Complete for noticeable results after the first use. Get Recticare in the blue and white box at Walmart, Walgreens, CVS Pharmacy, Rite Aid, and Meyer. Use only as directed. I'm Todd Bork from Weather Channel with an interstate weather update. Be careful on the interstate, especially in around the Rockies and Pacific Northwest. Take a look at the east-west interstate starting far north. I-90 from Idaho into parts of Washington State. We have some spotty snow and some lower elevation rain showers extending into parts of western Montana as well. I-90 also a little bit farther to the east. We have the same type of thing in South Dakota into parts of Wyoming. I-80, we have that precipitation out there in the form of snow and some rain anywhere from western parts of Nebraska all the way through Wyoming and Utah. Watch out through the mountains in Colorado and Utah with that same developing storm system bringing some precipitation in the form of some heavier snow. I-40 and I-10 out west from Arizona and parts of California. We have some spotty rain and some higher elevation snow. Also, I-10 from southeast Texas to Florida. We have some spotty rain showers also affecting I-20 anywhere from Texas 
through Louisiana and Mississippi. I'm Todd Bork with Custom Weather Drivers Twice Down the Road Dog Series down 146 and on the Series. Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. The number to join us, 8888-ROAD-DOG. Still plenty of time to get through. I'm going to go right back to the phones. Matt, go ahead. Matt, you with me? Yep. Oh, there we are. There you go. Yep. All righty. Yeah, I lost during the commercial there. It went blank, and I heard the beep, but didn't hear anything you were saying. Ah, all right. All right. Um, So my question... About uh, a 401k, uh, individual 401k, uh, all of mine is going into a Roth. But because of everything doing good, I was on track anyway to keep building that up. Possibly this year, for sure next year, right now the li- or, well, the 2017 limit is $18,000 I can put in on general salary. And then in order to exceed that... The rules say 25 or zero to 25 percent of profit sharing. Is that the same as disbursement? Yes. So when if you have an S corp, then you you can base the first number on wages on the money you're taking out of the S corp as a wage, and you base the second amount on distributions or profit. Okay, so basically, you know, I'm assuming it's they're saying max of 25%. So on a $10,000 distribution or profit sharing, I could put $2,500 into the 401k. Yeah, and I forget the upper limit for the combined. I think it's like 54000 combined. I, I never pay attention to that number because yep, in all the years I've been doing this, nobody's ever come close to it. So, But I think it's well, like 50-some thousand. <laughs> well, you just you just set a new goal for me. I'm going to be the first one to reach it. There you go. That'd be exciting. <laughs> we throw a party. <laughs> well, that's my plan. Um, Dale calls lease purchases the never-never plan. You're right. Because people that just keep re-signing up for them, and you know, some of them lease purchases are a thousand dollars a month, or excuse me, a thousand dollars a week. A week, yeah. That's my plan is to get to a forever, forever plan, and be putting in a thousand dollars a week into my retirement. Oh, that would be so awesome. There's, there's the first fifty-two thousand. That's right. Yeah, that would be awesome. So, uh, I'll. That's my plan. I'll keep working on it, and hopefully, in a couple of years, we can we can reach that goal. Yeah, absolutely. And when you do, we'll have a party on the air. We will. <laughs> all right. So, all righty. We'll catch so, you another day. Sounds good. Good talking to you. Yeah, there's a plan, um, and you know, Matt's had that plan for a long time. And, you know, he's he's a big part of our team here, so I know about his numbers and his plan. But he's doing exactly what you should do. When the economy gets better, you double down. 
Um, there's never a bad time to save money. In fact, you know, Matt and I talk a lot about financial planning. I teach financial planning. You know, I, I teach on the personal side of things. You always pay yourself first. And I, I was working on all of these tax strategies. I've been working on them now for a couple months since we knew about the, um, the, the new possibility of this tax law change. Back at the beginning of December, I started working on these ideas. And I got struck by a, a really cool idea this morning. Um, I don't talk a lot about this on the show because we don't talk a lot about financial planning because the callers drive the show. I might open with a certain topic, but I've tried opening with the topic of financial planning, whether it's personal or business. I get almost no response. So I don't, I don't try to open the show with it anymore because I very seldom match about the only one who calls. I have a couple other callers, but not many. So the idea of paying yourself first, I'm not going to go through this right now, but I probably will do a show on this coming up soon, works really well in personal finance. And, you know, it's a fairly simple concept. And like I said, one of these days I'm going to go through it all. But I got thinking this morning as I was working on these higher level tax strategies, why don't I teach that in business? Nobody looks at business that way. Pay yourself, pay your profit out of the business before you pay any other business bills. Now, there's a little bit more of a challenge there, but I, I think I could come up with a really cool plan that would make business accounting a whole lot easier. Our accounting is already really, really simple. I said earlier that that was our goal when we wrote the software, was to make it as simple as possible. But I think I have a way to make it even easier, even more simple. I'm, I'm working on that. So I, I would expect within the next couple of weeks, I may have something on that, and I'm pretty excited about it. It would be a major shift in the way we look at business accounting. Now, I've always said we, our software breaks all the accounting rules already because they're not necessary. I, I'm not a big uh, rule follower anyway. But now this idea of paying your profit first, that's a really big rule breaker, but I think it could be a big breakthrough for businesses of all sizes. So I'll keep you posted on that. I'm going to get back to the calls. Let's go to Texas. Bud, welcome to the program. Hey, Kevin. uh, I heard you talking about... uh uh, your profit gauges talking them up, and you were talking about QuickBooks. Uh, back back in the 90s, uh, I had a construction company, and I used QuickBooks. And as you say QuickBooks, I kind of laugh because all my competitors were using QuickBooks, and I paid the extra $150 and had QuickBooks Pro because it was so much better. Oh, I agree. I agree. And when I... <laughs> yeah. And, and when, when I first couple of years ago, when I first started looking at your profit gauges, uh, I realized that, that the, the most time-consuming part of any accounting system was the data entry. It would take forever. And when I looked at it, I'm thinking, what is my biggest data entry, my most time-consuming data entry going to be? And that was fuel stops. 
because you're doing it two or three times a week. You know, it's not like uh, repairs or PMs or, or right. you know, tire changes and buying tires. But it was going to be fuel stops. And then I, I saw that you had the mobile app, and I thought, well, this is interesting. So I, I've been a, a profit gauges customer for two years, and I want to let you know how I do this, and maybe some for for your listeners to how easy this is. When I pull into a fuel island, when I get done fueling up, and I go in to get my fuel receipt, I, I, I don't go to the RVs and get a sandwich, <laughs> And I don't go walking around and and, and waste time. <laughs> right. I get my fuel receipt. I come back to the truck after I'm out of the fuel aisle. And the first thing I do is look to see if there's another truck right behind me getting fuel. And half the time there is. I got the fuel receipt in my hand. My phone's on the dash. When I get in the truck, I open up your mobile app. I put my fuel receipt on my leg, and I make the entry with the gallons, the price per gallon, where I was, all that stuff. And that's done in 30 seconds, and then I save it. And then I'm looking at my mirror again to make sure that he's not ready to go, and he's still got the hoses in his tanks. Then, rather than using your accordion file for paper files, I open my camera app and I take a picture of that receipt and I email it to myself and I save it in the cloud on Gmail. Awesome. And in 90 seconds, I have done that data entry and I'm pulling out while he's still getting the bugs off his windshield. I absolutely love that. You know my favorite part of this story? What's that? That you're actually considerate of the person behind you in the fuel island. All the other stuff I, I love because it's our program, oh. and, but, but I love that part of it because that makes me crazy when people don't think about that. So I love the fact that every step of the way you were making sure you weren't holding somebody up. Now, let me give you even better news. So um, we have profit gauges, which is our online accounting. You know that. We have fuel gauges, which is our, on, our, our mobile app for fuel mileage, but it also will sync all those fuel receipts into your accounting for you. Um, I, all I can say is sometime soon, I never like to put hard dates when programmers are involved, sometime soon we are releasing a mobile version of profit gauges, which will cut out some of those steps you're doing. And it, it, it's going to automate a lot of the accounting, including per diem. Per diem might become automatic. You might not have to do anything to track your per diem in our app. And we will have the same ability to just snap a picture of any receipt, store it in the cloud without using email or any of those things. Let me, uh, let me get to a break, but I'll come back to you right after this. Stick around. We'll be right back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. Since 2017 was so up-tempo, this year, take a deep breath and chill. Better than I used to be. With down-tempo electronic music, 
Hey guys, Ken here from the Hit Podcast. Today's growth. Who would win a three-mile bicycle race? An 11-year-old girl or last year's winner of the Tour de France? It all depends on the bicycle. It depends on their vehicle. Both on a 10-speed and the pro racer is going to win every time. But put the racer on a tricycle and the 11-year-old wins every time. You see, it's not the driver, it's the vehicle. When it comes to generating revenue, it's exactly the same. If you have a job or a small business, you are riding a tricycle. You can only go so fast. If you need to make up lost ground, it's not going to happen on a tricycle. No matter how fast you pedal, it's simply not going to win the race. Why do many people with no schooling and no advanced degree often become very wealthy? Simple. They choose to only ride 10 speeds. When it comes to helping people create their next revenue model, both Forbes and Inc. recommend Income Store as a can't-miss when it comes to putting people on a 10-speed. Could your household or business use an additional revenue model that doesn't solely depend on you? If so, you need to check out IncomeStore.com. That's IncomeStore.com. At SelectQuote, we know life insurance through work is a great perk. But do you even know how much your employer provides? Usually it's a year's salary, maybe two if you're lucky. So if you die your family is taken care of for a couple years. Then what? How will they pay the mortgage? Send the kids to college? It's simple. If you have a family, you need more life insurance than you're getting at work. Experts recommend 7 to 10 times your annual income. SelectQuote can help you find just that, and it's more affordable than you think. SelectQuote can find a 35-year-old man in excellent health, a half-a-million-dollar policy for under $19 a month. Life insurance through work is not enough. Let SelectQuote help you cover the gap. Call 1-800-394-9006. That's 1-800-394-9006. Or get started at SelectQuote.com. 1-800-394-9006. SelectQuote. We shop. You save. Get full details on the example policy at SelectQuote.com slash commercials. Your premium could vary depending on your health, issuing company, and other factors. Not available in all states. Does your dog itch, scratch, stink, or shed like crazy? Come to Dynavite for help. Order a 90-day supply of Dynavite. Dynavite is nutrition. Pick up two bottles of Lico Chops. Get the third bottle free. New improved Lico Chops with omega-3, omega-6, vitamin E. And now, six extra direct-fed microbials. Even better for the digestive tract and immune system. Try Lico Chops. Buy two, get one free. At Dynavite.com. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. The Dave Nemo Show, 7 a.m. East. Your talk and conversation open to uh, everybody in trucking. Rogue Dog Trucking with... Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. Number to join us, 8888 Road Dog. I'm going to go back to the phones. I was talking with Bud in Texas. So, Bud, we're, we're excited about the new release. And part of what I was just talking about, that whole idea of, you know, the way we look at business accounting is kind of backwards. You know, the, the model, and this is across the board, and it's been this way for probably a thousand years, is you look at revenue minus expenses equals profit. Nobody would ever argue that. They would say, of course, that's how you do it. You have to do it that way. Well, it might be the way we do it, but we don't have to. I want to turn that equation on its head 
And the whole point of accounting, not many people actually like accounting. People think I love numbers. Well, I really don't. They're just a tool that helped me run the business. I just, I, I use it because I have to. If I had a choice, if there was a right way to run a successful business without looking at numbers and reports all the time, I would do it. Um, so in this next version, not only will it be mobile and really simple, I'm looking at some alternative ways of even thinking about our numbers in the report. So I, I'm pretty excited. Well, I, 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 I can't wait to see what you come up with because profit gauge is so easy right now. Like I said, a 90-second data entry for fuel stock? <laughs> I mean, my yeah. God. I, I, what, what could, and and it's the, and when I'm done taking a picture of it, I I crumple up the receipt and I throw it in the trash. Exactly. I don't need it anymore. Exactly, which is it's, another beautiful it's in thing. The cloud. Yeah, that's right, and and I love that. So yeah, you know, I, this is this is the I, way I think of accounting in these big picture. How do we make it easy? How do we just get accounting out of our way? But still have the data we need. You know, how simple can we make this? How much can we automate it so that we can do what we love to do, which is run the business? We need good numbers to do it, though. And then Aaron, um, who does all of our kind of front end and flow and design, he's a freak about this stuff, too. If I bring him an idea and I lay it out like I think it should be, whether it's the software or the app, and he'll look at it and go, yeah, it's a great idea, but... Why does it take three clicks? I can make it happen in one or two. And he'll work a long time to yeah, get that yeah. three clicks down to two or one. Yeah, yeah. I, well, the reason I call it, I just want to say how, how great I think propaganda. I will never, as long as I'm behind the wheel of this truck, I will never do anything but propagages. It's so simple. But on a side note, I got to tell you something. Uh, I, I dropped a load a week ago in Dallas, and I got some friends I, I graduated military school with back in 1970 up in Amarillo. So I took a week off, and I drug my trailer up there to go up there and reunite with them. One of those guys was a, uh, he's got an 8,000 square foot, uh, or 8,000 acre cattle ranch that has been in his family for 102 years. Wow. And we were out the other night, uh, dinner and drinks. He's got 4,000 heads of uh, Black Angus. And, and uh, he, he started talking to me about fat cattle. And I said, what the hell is fat cattle? <laughs> he goes, well, my, my, dad, my dad's got, he's the largest feedlot owner in the panhandle. We got six feedlots, and he said it costs us, uh, uh, the first 30 days when we bring them off the range, it costs us uh, uh, 20 cents a day to fatten them up. And then the next 30 days, it costs us uh, 30 cents a day to fatten them in the past. And then the last 30 or 60 days, in order to get them ready for the Cargill Slaughterhouse, it's about 40 cents a day. <laughs> and I looked at him, I said, you know and, and I, I was trying to be a little bit careful. Right. I, I hadn't seen the guy in 40, 47 years. He's a multimillionaire. He flies his own plane around. And I said, well, you know what? I got I got some friends of mine that 
all they'll do is eat uh, grass fed and grass finished. And he goes, oh, son of a bitch. He goes, that makes no difference at all. That meat's just as good. But I, I had to tell you that story because that was just Thursday night that I had dinner with him and had that conversation. Yeah, well, that's interesting because he's absolutely correct. I mean, that is our system, and that's how people make money. I mean, that's big food right now, and big pharma is a part of that because while they're spending, you know, 30 cents a day to feed them or whatever that is, um, I'll bet half of that cost is because of antibiotics because antibiotics are a quick way to fatten up anybody, animals or people. Um, that and steroids. Yeah, yeah. That and steroids, yeah. Yeah, so, I, look, I mean, that's his business model. I understand why he would like to think that grass-fed and grass-finished doesn't make a difference. But, uh, and he's, he, but, I don't but, think he yeah, has anything guy, to worry about. The guy, the guy is 66 years old, and what surprised me is he didn't even have a clue that there was a benefit to what you're saying. I don't think he'd ever heard that, really. Oh, probably not. Probably not. People that, you know, if if you don't actually really go intensely study this, I I can remember when I thought the same thing. Grass, grain, corn. You know, I I thought for a long time corn finished was supposed to be good because it makes the beef taste good, but actually it it makes it taste really mild, which is what Americans like. We like mild everything. I mean, look at Wonder Bread and American cheese and American beer, and we like mild everything. So corn or grain finishing an animal makes it taste really mild, and that's what Americans like. The first time I had grass-fed beef and it tasted like wild game, I was in heaven. That, that's the way I want my beef to taste, yeah. gamey. I, I just thought I'd throw that in. It, it, it kind of it, it surprised me at dinner Thursday night when he said that, and then he, <laughs> he, he was up. But then again, he, and he's got oil wells, too, so he's got so much money he could care less. Well, exactly, and this little trend of, you know, eating grass-finished and that kind of stuff is nothing but that. It's a little trend. It's not going to put a dent in any of his profits, so I, I think he's okay. I, I'm not. Oh, no. I'm not too worried about his finances. All right. <laughs> uh, good talking to you, Kevin. I'll let you get to another caller. Great stuff as always, Bud. Thanks for calling. Let's uh, let's head off to Washington. Tom, welcome to the program. Hi, Kevin. Quick three-part question uh, on the per diem. Self-employed, my own authority, no employees. Would I lose that as, uh, filing as I normally do as a as a sole proprietor? Nope. No, the uh, on the owner operator side, oh. nothing changed in per diem. It doesn't matter if you are a sole proprietor, an LLC, a partnership, an S corp. Even if you were a C corp for some crazy reason, which I would never want an owner operator to be, nothing changed about per diem. The only group that it changed are employees. That That's the only... And so even if you're an S-Corp and you are an employee of your own S-Corp, still doesn't matter because the S-Corp can take the deduction or the S-Corp could pay it to you. 
So owner-operators across the board, All nothing right changed in per diem. Okay, as I understand it, if I become my, my own employee here in a corporation, I am limited to the uh, 80% of the $63 daily per diem. However, the uh, corporation could pay me the whole 63 and take that as a deduction. Would that be correct? No, not technically. So, God, our, our tax code is so complicated. You're asking good questions. I have to figure out how to simplify it. So any time we take the tax deduction for per diem, whether we take it as a sole proprietor, an individual, or any time we put the per diem on a tax return, that's when it gets reduced by, to the 80%. So in the, in the corporate setup oh, okay. for an owner-operator, the corporation could pay you the full $63 a day as the employee, and you get that money tax-free. When we file your corporate return, because it was per diem that we reimbursed, the corporation only gets to deduct the 80%. There's no trick or loophole around that 80%. The only, the only time somebody would okay. get an absolute benefit is if, a, if I'm a company driver and the company is willing to pay me that full $63 a day, which they can, I get it tax-free, but that company, that carrier, only gets to deduct the 80%. Oh, heck, and I thought I could take money out of my left pocket, put it in my right pocket, and get rich. <laughs> We, we're, we're trying. We're trying. I, and technically, the, the, okay. the new tax law actually gave you that ability. You, you get 20, the first 20% of your profits are no longer taxed. That, that's never happened in the history of the I, income I've got tax. That now. Yeah. That leads me into the third part quickly. Okay, uh, no, hold that. Hold that thought, uh, Tom. Then I can hold, go ahead. hold that thought because I don't like rushing these kind of questions, and it sounds like it's going to be a good one. We'll be right back. If you dial right now, you might be able to grab an open line. We just dropped a couple calls. Stick around. We'll be right back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. Sirius XM presents the Women in Trucking Show, brand new on Road Dog Trucking Radio. You have to respect these women out here. They are out here working just as hard as we are. Talk about the challenges and triumphs of women behind the wheel. This is Alan Boya with the Women in Trucking Association. Our goal is simply increase the number of women employed in the trucking industry. A brand new show, the Women in Trucking. They are out here just like we are. Every Saturday morning, 10 Central, 11 Eastern, on Road Dog Trucking Radio. Hiring is important. People are what make your business work. But how do you find the right talent? ZipRecruiter makes it simple. One click sends your job ad to over 100 of the web's leading job boards. But ZipRecruiter doesn't stop there. Their smart matching technology will instantly alert quality candidates about your job. That means you'll start getting great candidates with the right experience almost as soon as your job is posted. No wonder 80% of employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site in just one day. The right candidates are out there. This is how you find them. 
ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. People from businesses of all sizes trust ZipRecruiter for their hiring needs. We're so confident ZipRecruiter will get you better results than anywhere else. We'll let you try it free. That's right, free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash try free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash try free. ZipRecruiter.com slash try free. Your brain is an amazing thing, but as you get older, it naturally begins to change, causing a lack of sharpness or even trouble with recall. Thankfully, the breakthrough in Prevagen helps your brain and actually improves memory. The secret is an ingredient originally discovered in jellyfish. In clinical trials, Prevagen has been shown to improve short-term memory. Prevagen, the name to remember. Now available in stores everywhere. Statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The road to Super Bowl 52 continues this weekend on Sirius XM NFL Radio, Channel 88. Tomorrow at 3.05 p.m. Eastern, Blake Bortles and the Jacksonville Jaguars head to Foxborough to face Tom Brady and the Patriots in the AFC Championship game. Then at 6.40 Eastern, the Minnesota Vikings visit Nick Foles and the Philadelphia Eagles in the NFC Championship game. After the games, stay tuned for live locker room access and in-stadium post-game analysis until 2 a.m. Eastern. Every NFL game, including Super Bowl 52, is on Sirius XM. I'm Todd Borton, Weather Channel with an interstate weather update. North-south interstate starting west. We have some gusty winds and some flakes of snow and lower elevation rain showers along I-5. In Washington State, in the parts of Oregon, also affecting I-15 from Utah, parts of Nevada. And the deserts of California, mainly in form of rain in Nevada and California, but some snow. In Utah, I-17, dealing with the rain and even a flake of snow. In Arizona, I-25, watch out for some heavier snow, particularly in the parts of Wyoming could extend into Colorado. I-55, some spotty rain showers and even a rumble of thunder that does work your way from Mississippi all the way down into Louisiana, also affecting I-49 in Louisiana. I-75, In Florida, we have some scattered rain showers, maybe even a rumble of thunder that could work your way into southern parts of Georgia as well. And I-65, a stray shower and rumble of thunder cannot be ruled out in Alabama. I'm Todd Bork with Cuss Weather Drivers Twice on the Road Dog, Series 146. Your money, your taxes, your truck, and your road to success in the trucking industry. Now, now, back to trucking business and beyond. The show that puts the money where it belongs. Back in your pocket. Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. Boy, we're down to the final hour already. Today is just flying by. Still time to get through, though. Keep dialing. Phones are busy, but if you keep dialing, you, you got a shot. 8888-ROAD-DOG. I'm going to go back to the calls. Tom, are you still with me? I am, Kevin. Okay. And to my last part of my question here, then, if I uh, form an LLC, uh, that's all I, that'll make it fine to file as a corporation, then, correct? Or do I have to file, form some other type of corp? This gets confusing. Um, We like the LLC because the setup is a little easier. The rules are pretty simple. The rules are favorable for a small company. But you still have to then tell the IRS how you want to be taxed. So we form the LLC. Then there's a form we file with the IRS to say, okay, we're now an LLC and we want to be taxed as... And your choices are you can actually form an LLC and still be taxed as a sole proprietor and nothing changes. You could form an LLC and be taxed as a partnership if there were other owners. Or even as a single owner, you can form an LLC and be taxed as an S-corp. And that's where we 
we are able to get the tax benefits of having the S-Corp even though we set up an LLC. So you set up the LLC with your state, then you file the form with the IRS telling them you want to be taxed as an S-Corp. That's the way I understood it. And one last question. If I become my own employee and I, I get angry at the boss, which I frequently am, <laughs> do I quit to leave him in a lurch or do I stick around to make him miserable? Um, no, you aggravate him until he fires you. Okay, thanks, Kevin. You have a great day. <laughs> You're welcome. Thanks for the call. Let's uh, let's go right back to some uh-huh. phone calls. Let's go to Texas. Colin, welcome to the program. Hey, Kevin. How are you today? Good. How about you? I, uh, I wanted to ask. I'm doing great. I had a question, a couple questions. Um, being a carrier and having a few drivers is there anywhere on the truck on the let's go website that explains how we should pay them with a per diem so we can forward that to the payroll service so that they can understand what you're saying no we don't have anything formal in writing because i swear every time i try to write something like this about taxes it gets misinterpreted more often than it gets understood because our stupid tax code is still just too complicated. Um, we, we could make that fairly simple. I mean, we, we could probably write something up for you in email or we could even talk to them. It, it, once it's set up, it, there are a couple ways to do this. The simple way and the way that most carriers do it is they just pick a mileage amount. Now, that's never going to be completely accurate because miles vary from day to day and a per diem is a per day rate. But a lot of carriers, almost all of them, want to go easy and they say, okay, look, we'll pay 10 cents a mile. And actually, that's a pretty good number, 10, 11, 12 cents going to get you really close to the maximum without too much risk of going over. I think, though, especially with this new tax law, that if you were to do a little bit more work and actually use the number of days. Now, what you have to do is you have to wait till the pay period is over. Then you have to get a report back from each driver about how many days they were gone in reality during that time, and then you pay the full $63 a day. I mean, the, the 60, we want to pay as much in per diem as we possibly can. The more we pay, the more benefit we get. So there's two ways. Like I said, you can pick a number, 10, 11, 12 cents a mile. You're going to come close, but you're never going to get right to the maximum. Or you can do a little bit more work and, you know, wait till after a pay period is over and pay the full $63 a day. But like I said, we you know, if you wanted us to, we could probably explain that to your payroll service. Or if when we submit payroll, let's say for simple math, you know, they make a $1,000 a week. So if we took 63 times 7 and deducted that from the $1,000, 
then we could show that as the dim, and we could show the balance as taxable income. Exactly. You, you just described exactly the way it would work. Okay. Yep. Okay. All right. That's simple. Uh, the second thing, I only caught the end of it. You were talking about people hiring dispatch companies last weekend. Yeah, somebody and, called and asked um, about it. I think you were saying that was a little bit of a negative or something. Um, I, I'm not a big fan of them. I, you know, there's an argument about whether they're even legal or not, or whether they're kind of a pseudo-broker without a license and a bond. Um, I, I don't even want to get into the legal aspect of it, because in reality, they're out there. Whether they're legal or not, nobody seems to be challenging them, so we, I don't know that it's worth talking about the legality. I just, you know, I, I, the, the guy who was calling was inexperienced. He wanted to get his own authority. He was going to be paying 15% because he couldn't afford to get his own authority yet. He was going to be paying 15% to use somebody's authority, and then he was going to pay another 7 or 8 to a dispatch service. And I said, I could find 100 carriers that you could lease to and make more money and have less hassle. Right, because what I have, I have a dispatch service as well as the trucking company, as well as the freight brokerage, three individual companies. I have them sign a limited power of attorney. But I had a couple in the other day. He's been driving for six months, just got his own authority. And it was a short 350-mile run. And uh, a carrier called my phone, and they offered us $700. And I ended up getting $950 out of it. And I explained to the guy, I said, okay, and his wife, I said, I charge 10%. So I just made $95. But because you don't know what you're doing, you just made an extra $155. And uh, his wife couldn't agree to sign up quicker. <laughs> and it's just worked. It's working great for them, you know. I mean, I'm they're they're making more money than they've ever imagined they're gonna make. You See, know? Um, but it, I got them with a factoring company that pays my ten percent every Tuesday. You're you're kind of an anomaly, though. You know, you're you're doing some things that other people are doing, but you're doing them in a better way. Because you're actually looking out for the guys you're working with. And I, I know that because I know you right. and I've seen how your operation goes. So you're, again, I, I would almost set what you're doing aside and say, well, that's an anomaly. That's not the norm. What I see as the norm are these dispatch services all over social media. And I wouldn't sign up a power of attorney over to those companies if you put a gun to my head. And I, I wouldn't use their service right. because I think it's overpriced. I, I see guys charging $1,000 a week for services like this or a month, whether they're, they're earning it or not. I, I, I don't have a problem with paying people to do things in my business, but this is one of those areas where most of the deals I see are way too shady for me. Well, and, you know, as I've said before, since I've got the freight brokerage, hardly anybody asks for any more money. And this guy, 
I was booking a load for one of my trucks on Thursday, and I mean, I jacked it way up there, and I negotiated. I mean, I was 30, 40% higher for a reefer load than what he was offering, and I think I came out 20% higher than what he was offering. <laughs> yeah. And he asked my name, and he said, who the hell are you? He said, I've gone through this. I'm like, well, you know, there's a thousand loads and there's only a hundred trucks posted. That's right. Um, you need to pay me, buddy. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, those are those one-time well, negotiations. One yeah, go ahead. Well, I have one more thing. I don't know how many other people would agree with this, but is there any way that you could add toilet seat covers to the website? I know that's a really strange question. But you know what? It's a pain in the butt when you go half the truck stops have them, half the truck stops don't. And I think you could make money if we could buy a packet of 250 <laughs> or 500 toilet seat covers from it. Okay, that that has to be that has to go down as one of the top three strangest comments I've ever had on this show. <laughs> yeah, but I bet if you did a vote, I wouldn't be the only one. Have a great day, Kevin. All right, you too, Colin. Good stuff. All right, I've got to get to a break. We've got more. If you want to try getting through, keep dialing. We'll be right back. I'll get to as many of your calls and questions as I can right after this. I'm Kevin Rutherford. Superstar Blake Shelton melted hearts in a small club. I'm a fan of the highway. Zach Brown threw a party in Atlanta. And the Highway Finds Tour introduced America to who's next in country music. Relive it all, along with the year's biggest country hits. A spotlight on Sirius XM's Best of Country Music 2017. Now through January 22nd on Spotlight Channel 4. Or listen anytime using the Sirius XM app message and data rates may apply. Remembering when to change your fridge filter is a hassle. Remembering the right filter is almost impossible. So at Filters Fast, we have some good advice. Forget it. Instead, remember this. Text DOOR88 to 543-543 and check fridge filters off your to-do list forever. Get it all taken care of for a fraction of big box store prices with a Filters Fast brand filter. To see how much you can save, plus get free shipping, text DOOR88 to 543-543. With a huge range of brand name filters available, Filters Fast is America's number one online filtration company. And you can get a Filters Fast brand filter for a fraction of the price, delivered to your door every time you need it. No need to remember. It's not a matter of if you need a fridge filter. Why not text to get it taken care of? To see how much you can save and get free shipping, Text DOOR88 to 543-543. That's D-O-O-R-88 to 543-543. Message and data rates may apply. Please don't text while driving. Do you know the top three promotional items for driving new customers? We do. Do you know how to make your logo come alive and magnetically attract new, long-lasting customers? We do. And do you know how to ensure your logo is delivered on the right promotional items on time at a great price? We do. 100% satisfaction guaranteed. Who are we? We're 4imprint, 
the nation's leading team to make your logo shine on your choice of thousands of promotional items. And right now, we want to share with you for free the top three promotional items for driving new customers. Discover them now by texting ACT77 to 88988. Let us show you what a difference the right promotional items can make to help grow your brand. With 4imprint, you'll get high-quality products, exclusive items, popular brands, on-time delivery, and outstanding customer service. That's what we do. Discover the top three promotional items for driving new customers by texting ACT77 to 88988. That's ACT77 to 88988. In the trucking world, reliability is everything. As America's most reliable bypass and e-tolling platform, PrePass maximizes your opportunity to save time and money. The PrePass transponder ensures you receive up to 100% connectivity without spotty cell coverage. Don't rely solely on cellular apps. Rely on the trusted platform, PrePass. We're so sure you'll love it, we're offering one free month of service to try before you buy. Call 888-559-PASS and use the promo code ROADDOG. 888-559-7277 or prepass.com slash road dog. If you got it, I'll bet just about anything that a truck brought it. Road Dog Trucking Radio. Serious exit. Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. The number to join us, 8888 Road Dog. We're going to get right back to the calls. We're off to Minnesota. Tracy, welcome to the program. Hey, Kevin. Thank you for taking my call. Um, I'm looking for some advice or maybe for you just to tell me I'm being dumb and I need to jump ship. Okay. Uh, my husband and I are owner-operators. We've been uh, with the same company for about eight years. Uh, we really like the people we work for but we're stuck on a mileage contract. And I talked to the lady about going to a percentage, and she's just not not willing to do that for us. Yeah, so let me start off by saying I am the last person that ever tries to talk somebody into jumping carriers. Um, I, I've I've been part of studies where we can show that moving carriers, on average, cost an owner-operator almost $7,000 when you, when you look at all the costs involved. Right. So I, I'm usually the one that says, hey, wait a minute. It, it, there's probably profit in your current operation that we could work towards getting, you know, make things better. But having said all that, with what I see going on in the industry right now with rates – it's really hard to justify staying in a mileage contract when, let me ask you a question. If we look at December of 2016 rates to December of 2017, the last full month I have data for, the average rate in vans went up 40 cents a mile. Did you get anywhere near that much of a raise? Yep. No, we haven't seen a raise in two years. Exactly. That's and that's my. It's and- very embarrassing for me to say out loud, but you know, we when I I sat down and did my numbers, and our average for all miles in 2017 was a buck twenty-two. Okay, so hey, we'll talk about you know all the things that are going on here. 
um, and I'll try to help you make this decision. Um, Here's the thing. I understand absolutely why a carrier who is paying mileage is not willing to raise their mileage pay even in an environment like this. Because let's say they do raise it, which, you know, logically they should, but would you ever let them go backwards? Let's say that, you know, they raise it 20 cents a mile, even though rates are up 40, and then next year rates go down 40 cents a mile. Would you then be willing to say, oh, okay, I'll give my 20 cent raise back? No, never. No, nobody ever wants to go backwards on a rate like that. That's why I think percentage makes sense for everybody. We all get to benefit from the rates going up. And if the rates go down, we all share in in that loss in revenue. And we're not trying to re-sign contracts. So I completely get why carriers using owner-operators on a mileage contract are not going to give them a big raise. It's not going to happen. I think they should drop the mileage contract and just go to percentage, and then everybody wins. But it sounds like you've been down that road. They're not going to do that. Um, I, I, I can't imagine running a truck in today's environment on a dollar twenty to a mile. I, I just can't. And if rates continue right. to go up, your situation will continue to get worse. Because here's what happens. It's just supply and demand. If, if many of the you know, owner-operators and carriers are getting two bucks a mile, which is common right now, well, then rates go up everywhere. Shop rates get higher, insurance gets higher, tires cost more, and you're, you're going backwards in a mileage contract. And like I said in my opening, right. I've been saying for a long time, unless something unexpected happens, something we can't, something that isn't on the radar right now, I don't see this in rate environment changing anytime soon. Right. And I've been talking to uh, some of our buddies in the area, other owner-operators, and I've heard a lot of good things about this one company. And I did call them last week and get some details and stuff. Uh, my husband and I are both going to be home Monday, so we're going to go in and talk to him face-to-face on Monday. And uh, he charges or takes 13% off the top if you own your own trailer he takes another eight percent if you rent one of his trailers so it'd be like a 21 percent yeah and i don't know does that sound like the typical yeah you know the, uh, okay. that, that's not a bad setup the the problem is is it doesn't give me enough information i could say that yeah those percentages are normal no big deal nothing scares me what we have to know, though, when we're signing a percentage contract is a percentage of what? You know, do they have direct customers that they're right. negotiating good contracts with, or are they out grabbing garbage freight just to keep trucks loaded? Um, so, you know, you have to do your homework. It sounds like you already are. You're talking to other people. So those numbers right. wouldn't scare me. I would tell you that I would make it a point to get your trailer as soon as you could um, you know, once you know right, that, that yeah, that's going to be my next question. Yeah, because eight percent, you can own and operate that trailer for about two and a half or three percent of revenue, meaning owning the trailer puts another five percent to your bottom line. It's big, 
I mean, it's not even close. I've run the numbers right. many times, mostly for Landstar guys because that's a very similar setup to the, what they have. Um, it sounds like you're on the right track. Sounds like you're doing your homework on this. Um, just to give you an idea, I, I've been being approached by a lot of carriers lately and even some brokers that want me to come in and help them with their owner-operator programs because they're sweating it. They know they are, they're hurting right now. They can't get trucks. They can't get owner-operators. And one of the companies that has approached me is a pretty big, you know, well-known expediting company that has a mileage contract. And they want, they want me to help them tweak their program. And I said, look, I'm not going to do it. I don't take on projects that I don't think have a chance of being successful. I said, we could tweak your system a hundred ways from Sunday, and it's not going to make a bit of difference because you're competing against carriers that are paying twice the rate right now. So unless you're willing to look at a percentage contract, there's no point in me working with you because you're going to pay me a lot of money and we're not going to see a lot of results. Right. Right. I feel like we're just missing out on a really good opportunity, you know. Yeah. And, I, you know, for, for many years we had a dedicated route, and it was, I loved it, you know, and we didn't realize how good we had it until about a year ago we lost it, you know, and so. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to have to do something different. I, I think so. You know, I, I was on a mileage contract for decades, but it was a great mileage contract, and there were so many advantages. If I still had that contract, I, it, this would be a struggle. Um, in fact, I was thinking about this the other day. What would I do if I were still in this environment? And I thought about it, and I thought, you know what? I'd still keep that contract. It was so good but I would probably go invest in other trucks and put them out there on the market because the rates are just so good. Right. Okay. Well, that helps to to settle my mind, and I think we're going to have to uh, just see what we can do somewhere else because I I don't think that we're going to be happy where we are for much longer. Yeah. Well, I I understand, and that's always hard when you like the company, when when they they treat you well, you like being there. Um, That's why I'm not the guy that says, oh, yeah, absolutely just leave, Uh, because sometimes there are things that are more important than money. So it's why I just try to talk people through the numbers and the possibilities. But I I think what I'm hearing from you, it's probably time. Yeah, I think so. All right. Well, thank you, Kevin. That helps me feel better about my decision. And thanks for the show. You're welcome. And if throughout the process you have any other questions about the contract or opportunities, by all means, give me a call. We'll, uh, we're going to head off to... South Dakota. Craig, welcome to the program. Hello, Kevin. I am a long-time listener, and uh, the last time I called you was uh, the very first show that you did after Sirius and XM merged. Wow. That was a while back. That's been a long time. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, anyway, I am a company driver. And I work for a company that does not pay per diem. And so I I brought this to the attention of the company owner about two weeks ago. And he was unaware of the fact that we would lose the ability to deduct 
our per diem. So he uh, he said he'd look into it, and and then I talked to him uh, the next time, and he said, "Well, you know what? I've had about four other drivers say the same thing, so I haven't had a chance to look into it yet, but I will." And then I I just talked to him a few days ago, and he had had a meeting with his tax advisor about you know the whole encompassing of everything. And uh, I hear the music. Are we yeah. out of time? Yeah, I'm going to put you on hold. I want to come back to this because I want to hear the uh, want to hear the end of this story. And I'm glad that people are going to their carriers with the correct information and talking about this. So we'll be right back. I want to hear the outcome? Stick around. We've uh, we've still got some time. If you want to get through, keep dialing 8888 Road Dog. We'll be right back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. Dave Nemo Show. It's not just about trucking. It's philosophy. You say that you would like to go back and do it all over again and do it differently, but then you might not be who you are, so therefore it's impossible to do it differently because if you did it differently, you wouldn't be you and you wouldn't be able to say, I'd like to go back and do it again because you wouldn't have done it in the first place. Right. The Dave Nemo Show. Traffic and weather updates every hour and news on all things trucking. Weekdays, 7 a.m. East. Boat Dog Trucking Radio. That's the power of subliminal messaging. Policies issued by American General Life Insurance Company, Houston, Texas. Not available in all states. For details, visit AIGdirect.com. Do you have a family? Would you like to help make sure they'll be taken care of if anything were to happen to you? If you answered yes, you probably need life insurance. Now, do you think life insurance is expensive? If you answered yes to that, too, you definitely need to give AIG Direct a call. We could find you a quarter of a million dollar policy for just $14 a month, which means you could save hundreds of dollars a year. Call us now for a free, no-obligation quote. 1-800-700-9920. Since 1995, we've helped millions of people find out if they could save up to 70% on their term life insurance. See how affordably we can help you protect your family. Call AIG Direct now for your free quote. 1-800-700-9920. You could save up to 70%. That's 1-800-700-9920. 1-800-700-9920. Everyone has a favorite photo. Now you can turn yours into canvas wall art at canvasworld.com. Canvasworld.com will print your photograph on a handcrafted custom canvas at the size of your choice. They combine the latest technology and environmentally friendly inks to produce canvas prints that are higher quality than ever available before. And they guarantee their work for life. Maybe that's why six of the country's top ten hotel chains choose Canvas World. Their prices are a fraction of what you'd pay elsewhere. And it's easy. Just upload your photo, choose a size and you're done. They'll even digitally retouch your photo absolutely free. Place your order at canvasworld.com today and save 35% plus get free shipping when you enter promo code radio at checkout. Get big canvas prints at big savings at canvasworld.com and save 35% and get free shipping when you enter promo code radio at checkout. Order yours today at canvasworld.com. That's canvasworld.com where photos become art. I'm Todd Bork, Weather Channel, with an interstate weather update. Be careful on the interstate, especially in around the Rockies and Pacific Northwest. Take a look at the east-west interstate starting far north. 
I-90 from Idaho into parts of Washington State. We have some spotty snow and some lower elevation rain showers extending into parts of western Montana as well. I-90 also a little bit farther to the east. We have the same type of thing in South Dakota into parts of Wyoming. I-80, we have that precipitation out there in the form of snow and some rain anywhere from western parts of Nebraska all the way through Wyoming and Utah. Watch out through the mountains in Colorado and Utah with that same developing storm system bringing some precipitation in the form of some heavier snow. I-40 and I-10 out west from Arizona and parts of California. We have some spotty rain and some higher elevation snow. Also, I-10 from southeast Texas to Florida. We have some spotty rain showers also affecting I-20 anywhere from Texas through Louisiana and Mississippi. I'm Todd Bork with Custom Weather Drivers Twice Down the Road Dog Series on 146 and on the Series. Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. We're down to the last 30 minutes of the show. Still time to get through, though. Keep dialing. Sometimes it's a little easier in these last couple segments to get through. Uh, I'm going to go back to South Dakota. Craig, go ahead. Yes, yeah, so uh, I had uh, just a couple days ago, I had another discussion, and he had uh, talked to his tax advisor. And I'm afraid that maybe his tax advisor doesn't have the right information because what he's telling me that she told him was that it's only going to be a couple hundred dollars difference for company drivers. So, you know, oh. he's wondering if, it, if it's worth it. And and <laughs> I, I don't think that's correct in my opinion. You are you are correct. He needs a new tax advisor, or she, either that, or she answered the question without going and doing the math. the The savings for company drivers. Now that I've tweaked the calculator, got this all correct, and and I've run hundreds of these scenarios. Many times right now, if the carrier would actually agree to reimburse full per diem, some of the company drivers are saving more than owner-operators under this new tax law. And I said, boy, it looks like the company drivers might have gotten a little screwed. The savings is several thousands of dollars. Well, here's some quick, easy math. You could pay, the the carrier can pay the full $63 a day completely tax-free. For somebody that's out 250 nights, that's like, I don't know, $18,000 or something. $18,000 tax-free on just the first 10% of taxes at a minimum of $1,800. If somebody goes in, if they're single and they go into that higher tax bracket even sooner, then that number starts to double I mean, I've run several scenarios where the savings is three to $4,000. I ran a couple that were even higher than that, but they were actually company drivers making $100,000 or more, or they were teams. Now, teams obviously do even better. We get twice that savings. So, you know, for her to say it's only a couple hundred dollars, she's either completely misunderstanding this, or she just didn't bother to go run the real numbers. 
Right. That's what I. That's what I'm kind of afraid of. So anyway, I have another part to this question. Uh, there, I am aware of companies here in South Dakota that pay their company drivers on a percentage. Would that make any difference at all? Is that something that that the, we should maybe look at? The percentage doesn't matter. What does change things? And this is a touchy subject for me. I almost hate to talk about it, but I know I'm going to have to. I even I wrote an article about this. Percentage or mileage for a company driver wouldn't change anything about per diem. What would change is there are companies that treat their company drivers like independent contractors. That changes everything. Because now you do get the per diem because you, as an independent contractor... You have to file a Schedule C and pay all your own taxes. But you do get all of those deductions again. So I wrote an article saying, unfortunately, this new tax bill is going to make that practice even more common. It's, it's wrong. It's illegal. It doesn't meet the rules of the IRS. But it's been going on forever. And, and the IRS never really cracks down on it. That's why it continues to happen I'm afraid now that it's going to happen even more because now not only as an independent contractor would you get the full per diem deduction, you would also get to knock the first 20% right off the top of your pay and not even pay tax on it. So now as much as I hate the fact that this is being done and it's you know illegal, there's a big advantage to it now. There never used to be any advantage for the driver to get paid that way. It was the carrier that that reaped all the benefits. Well, now, under this new tax law, still illegal. Nothing changed about the rules. What changed, though, is there's actually a benefit to the driver now, a pretty significant benefit. So I'm a little torn. You know, I still need to tell people the right way of doing things, but I, this is going to put a lot of pressure, and you're going to see more drivers getting paid as independent contractors. Um, I, I'm going to let this slip just a little bit because that's normally what I do when I'm working on an idea. We're going to take that rule and use it to our advantage. So we're going to put together a program where you would still be an employee of the company you drive for. In in your case, for example, your owner just refuses to pay per diem because they don't understand the numbers or for whatever reason, but you like working there and you don't want to leave. We're going to have a program where you can right. stay working for them. You'll still be an employee of theirs. You'll get paid just the way you always have. We're going to create a pretty simple business opportunity for somebody. You can still have your full-time job driving. We'll create a little business opportunity for you to make a little extra money. You get your 20% deduction off the top on any of that revenue, and you now get to claim per diem because you're traveling for business. It's a different business, but you're still traveling for business, and you get to deduct all those other things we always talk about, vacation travel, personal vehicle miles, all of that stuff. So that's a little hint as to what we're working on um, we're basically just going to create a uh, a pretty simple second or first business for somebody that they can run, even though they're an employee, and then they get all the benefits of all these, you know, new business tax laws. Oh, that sounds great, Kevin. I uh, 
definitely will be interested in that, and I'll be uh, staying tuned, and uh, uh, we'll see what happens with it. I'm very encouraged. Yeah, and, and I want to be really, really clear about this. This will have nothing to do, it won't even be close to anything like multi-level marketing. I hate multi-level marketing companies with a passion for a lot of reasons. This will not be that. This will be a true small business opportunity to generate some income, but more importantly, to get all those tax benefits that businesses get. All right. Yeah, I'm the same way with multi-level marketing. I have no interest in that. So yes, that sounds yeah. great, Kevin. All right. We'll, uh, we'll keep you informed on that. I, I wish I had more time to really dig into that program right now and get it done. Um, I have it all outlined. It's just doing all the work now. But we are just hammered. Um, this tax law change and what's going on in, in trucking right now is exciting. Uh, but I think many of you will remember towards the end of last year, I was saying that uh, I hadn't taken any time off. Lisa and I both haven't taken any time off in literally a couple of years now. Uh, any significant time off, no vacations. We don't even take long weekends. Um, and I was planning on doing it in the first quarter. I even said I was going to. Well, that just flew out the window. Um, part of being an entrepreneur and being in business is, you know, you make hay when the sun shines. And right now in trucking, the sun is shining. So that, uh, that break is going to have to wait till later in this year. Probably fall now, because we have some other big projects coming up right after tax season. So I'm not complaining. Um, I feel very, very blessed that we're in an industry right now with so many opportunities, and we're not going to let them pass them by. And we want to make sure you don't let them pass them by either, pass you by. Let's go to Illinois. Aaron, welcome to the program. Hey, Kevin. Thanks for taking the call. Um, quick question about a truck that I'm looking at. Pretty new to this and everything. Um, real quick, it's an 07, 379 Peterbilt. Stop right there. Um, Stop right there. Okay. Don't say another word. Okay. Two strikes Got and it. you are out. I know it's supposed to be three, but I'm not even going to wait for the third strike. It's an 07, which may be one of the worst years for any kind of truck. And it's non-aerodynamic. Those are two huge strikes. I, I would, I, if you gave me that truck, I would sell it to somebody else and go buy something different. Okay. So don't tell me, I, I don't even want to hear it's like this killer deal. It's the great price ever. They would have to pay me to take the truck, and then I would still sell it to somebody else. Okay. Then I will look for something else. Then. Yeah. Um, consider, I don't want to turn this into a big commercial, but um, I, I run a class teaching all of this stuff about how to get started. Everything from specking the truck, setting up the accounting, you know, finding the right carrier, every single step. And I teach it in a 16-week course. We're coming to the end of one of those courses now, and we'll be launching a new one. Um, so you get a, a total opportunity to ask these kind of questions as much as you want. You don't have to get through on the air. 
Uh, we do a one-hour, some now closer to a two-hour webinar every week. Um, so if, if you're interested in that class, just go to the website, letstruck.com. Look under the university tab. It's called Stop Holding the Steering Wheel and Start Driving Your Business. And we do have another class starting up soon. We'll be right back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. Aussie. That's where I was originally born, that giant island fighter. I'm not a good fighter. I was mine. Catch that first round. (laughs) Author. I've got two books. You had to clear that. right now. Actor. This is the only time I've ever had fun acting. We had a good time. Radio host. Everybody that's associated with this show is a moron. The Jason Ellis Show. Weekdays at 3 p.m. East. I'm Faction Talk, Channel 103. You're a great Australian and you've become a great American. I salute you and I salute everything you do here. And available anytime at SiriusXM on today. Message and data rates may apply. Hi, I'm Brandon Burchard. I have a tough but honest question for you. Have you noticed some people achieving way more than you and it really bothers you? Why are some people getting ahead while you feel like you're fighting so hard? You're good, so what's the difference between achievers and high performers? Well, I've got six reasons and a quiz for you. Text the word CHANGE to 642-642 right now and get a copy of my new book, High Performance Habits, and I'll give you a free $97 assessment. You'll get six scores that pinpoint why you struggle and exactly which new habits you should adopt right now. I spent 20 years studying high performers. My new book, High Performance Habits, reveals the difference between doing okay and living an extraordinary life. Text CHANGE to 642-642 to get my new book and take the free $97 performance assessment. High Performance Habits. That's my new book. You'll love it. New Habits, New You. That's C-H-A-N-G-E to 642-642. Think about it. You've got some great photos on your phone, but what are you doing with them? If you don't have FreePrints yet, you've got to get it. FreePrints is the free app for iPhone and Android that lets you print all those photos for free. You get 1,000 free 4x6 photo prints a year. All you pay is a small shipping charge. You can even print photos at other sizes for next to nothing. Using the FreePrints app is easy. Just select the photos you want to print, whether they're on your phone or on Facebook or Instagram. Choose the sizes, and you're done. Your premium quality free prints will arrive on your doorstep in just days with more than 100,000 five-star reviews free prints is one of the world's favorite apps download it now at freeprintsnow.com and start enjoying real professional quality free prints the app is free and so are the prints no subscriptions no commitments just free prints go to freeprintsnow.com to get the app and your 1,000 free prints that's freeprintsnow.com Truck drivers earn up to 60 cents per mile at Martin Transport. These added earnings are the total you will earn after all our extras are added, such as detention pay, breakdown pay, safety bonus, mileage bonus, and more. As a certified top pay carrier, we offer excellent rates, plus weekly home time on Martin's dedicated routes. Make the move to Martin today. Call 888-239-5746 to apply or visit drive4martin.com. At 7 a.m. East, it's the Dave Nemo Show. With news, traffic, and weather updates, we'll get you where you need to be. Exclusively on...
Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. We're down to the final segment. I'm going to knock out a couple calls here before we've got to wrap this up. We're off to Indiana. Steve, welcome to the program. Uh, thanks for taking my call, Kevin. Uh, I got a 97 Freightliner 60 Series Detroit. It was overhauled in March of 2015. Uh, I, I bought it in July of 17. It only had 86,000 miles on it. Uh, I, uh, I put 100,000 on it since then. <clears throat> Excuse me. Got 186,000 miles on it now. And I'm going through five gallons of oil every 15,000 miles. That's how I change the oil that often. Any suggestions? Uh, has it been doing that all along, or did that just start? No, sir. It, uh, the gentleman that owned it only drove about thirty, thirty-five thousand 35,000 miles a year. He's a semi-retired, and he it consumed oil like that. It uses a gallon uh, in the first 5,000 miles, and then about every two to 3,000 miles, you have to put another gallon in. And the closer you get to the 15,000, it, it gets down to where about every 2,000 miles in, you have to put a gallon in. But it's it's always done it since it's been overhauled. Yeah, I wish I had better news for you, but the, for whatever reason, the rings didn't seat. You know, and, and it happens. It's not as common as it used to be, but we still hear a lot of it. And the only fix is to tear it apart and put new rings in. Either that or keep dumping oil in it. Or keep dumping oil in it, yeah. Um, and sometimes, <laughs> you know, sometimes they'll run for a couple of years like this. It, it's just hard to say. But And sometimes just rings won't even do it. Sometimes it needs a whole new six-pack. You know, rings, liners, pistons, the whole shot. Um, it, it just it happens, you know. If if it's a if it's a factory reman or somebody with a warranty, and you get back to them soon enough, and you prove the oil consumption, I, I've had you know engines get rebuilt under warranty the second time, but obviously that's not going to happen in this case. So you either keep dumping oil in it and hope for the best, or you're going to have to tear it back down and you know do another in frame. Okay, uh, excuse me. Changing brands of oil, like going from Dell back to Dell oil, isn't it? Won't make any difference. Is it worth yeah, trying? Yeah, it's always worth trying. And the other thing that you could do that would probably slow this down some is to dump in a gallon of Lucas oil treatment with every oil change. Don't overdo it. Don't. Okay, I went to you. Uh, go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I, I went uh, uh, started thirty thousand miles ago. Uh, I, I put two gallon in at every oil change, and it has not made any difference. Oh boy! Not a lick. Yeah, you you may have more than just rings. Then this may be rings and valves. It's hard to say. Um, if it's not slowing down the oil consumption, then I would stop putting it in. Because the other thing I was about to say okay. is. Lucas is basically an oil thickener. It doesn't have any of the additives yes, in it. It doesn't have any base in it. So if you put in too much Lucas or if you're putting it in when you don't really need it, you're diluting the additives and the base. So if it's not helping, I would stop putting it in. But it, it would never hurt to try a different oil. I don't think it's going to do much good, though. But Okay, so... Basically, it's 
put the oil in or have it overhauled again. Yep. Those are your only two options. <laughs> All right. I appreciate it. Thank you, Kevin. You're welcome. Thanks for the call. Now, you, you know, you this is a lot of oil consumption, so... You know, I, I think most of it's blow-by around the rings. You you could look at the top end, but I don't hold out much hope for that. Let's go to Louisiana. Paul, welcome to the program. Hey, Kevin. Hey, I got an email the other day from ATVS. I've been with them since 2009. Okay. I want some clarification from you. On that pass-through, they're saying that it's 20% after all of your deductions, not off your gross net. Yeah, that that's correct. So last year, I did 96000 Okay. I was under the impression, the way you were talking, it was off the net before all your deductions. Well, see, the, the net is after all deductions. Gross is before deductions. Net well, is after. So when I... So it turn, you can even get down to the point of... What I'm talking about it... Go ahead. Well, last, last year, my net, after all my expenses, was 96000 Okay. Then I take off my per diem, any charitable giving... Well, uh, hold on. Stop. 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 Then stop. Stop. They're Be- saying that 20% comes off that. Stop, because you, you threw one word in there that confused this. Net, net, true true net business would be after depreciation because that's a business expense and after per diem because that's a business expense, but you threw in charitable. Charitable is personal, so set that aside. That has nothing to do with anything. But per diem and depreciation are both business expenses, so your 96 is not your net. Your net is the 96 minus per diem right. and minus depreciation. Then we would do the 20%. Okay. I was assuming it was the net that I've seen on my P&L at the end of the year, not well, not yeah. On my tax uh, return. You know, P&L if you That's you're, where I got messed up. When you said net, I was going off my P&L when yeah. I was See, the impression that I got was we were going off net like on our P&L before we that, actually did our tax return. This is why in profit gauges we have three reports, we uh, and only three. We have a P&L which adheres to general accounting practices for a P&L. I almost never look at it. We have a business report which is laid out and designed to reflect true cash flow. That's the one we use to run the business with. The tax report is what is going to show up on a tax return. And I have never seen another accounting program that does that. Because we don't really want to see depreciation in the business report because it's not a real number. We don't want to see per diem in the business report because it's not a real number. But they are tax deductible. So that's why in our program, if you open a tax report, you'll actually see the real number that you're going to pay tax on. If you open a business report, you see the real cash flow of the business every day. Okay. That cleared it up. All right. Good. Glad I was able to clear that up for you. Now, one other thing I want to clarify on the 20%, because I was even a little confused on this 
the first couple weeks that I talked about this. I wasn't clear. I am now. Um, I had to go back and dig and talk to some other people about whether the 20% pass-through came off before or after self-employment tax. I was hoping it came off before, but it doesn't. Um, So when you get down to the net bottom line on your Schedule C, then you pay self-employment tax on that number, which is Social Security and Medicare. After you pay the Social Security and Medicare, you get to take off the 20% before you pay income tax. That's a clear distinction that is important. I wish it were the other way, but I'm not complaining. This 20% deduction is nice. We've never had anything like this. Um, let me uh, grab one more call here. Uh, Rick in Ohio, we've got a couple minutes. Go ahead. Hey, thanks, Kevin. Um, quick thing on uh, company driver per diem. It, um, I heard you talking earlier in the show about uh, writing off the company writing off 80% of the $63 per diem. Uh, was that correct? Yes. The company that pays the driver the okay. per diem or reimburses the per diem does not get to deduct 100% of what they paid to the driver. They only get to deduct 80% of it. So when I'm talking to my company, persuading them to implement a per diem program, what is the financial benefit if they're losing 20%? Well, and I know the system just cut you off because we're getting down to the end. I'll explain that. Um, If the carrier pays you $1,000 in wages, they have to pay Social Security, Medicare, workers' comp, Um, If they have a 401k match, they have to pay that. So if they pay part of that in per diem, on the per diem amount, they don't have to pay Social Security, Medicare. In most states, they can get some break on the workers' comp. So there is a savings for them. It's not perfect, and sometimes a per diem program actually costs the carrier a little bit. And sometimes they try to offset it with administrative fees to the driver. I'm not a big fan of that. But ultimately, in today's environment, where carriers are going to be have to, to have to be giving raises to keep drivers, per diem is an easy way. It might cost them a little bit, but it's still a big benefit. Uh, I've got to get out of here. Thanks for joining me. Check out the website. It's letstruck.com. Be safe. Be profitable, be fit and healthy, always do the hard work and master the journey. I'm Kevin Rothenberg. You're listening to Road Dog Trucking Radio.